Sat Pod. Episode 84. The Spanish Announce Table Podcast, where we talk about the wonderful world of wrestling. My name, but I'm not. See, I'm sick Words. now, and and it's gonna bug me because I hate the sound of my voice when I'm sick. You're a little nasally, and yeah, real nasally. Nah. So it doesn't help that my meds wore off from this morning yeah, when I left for work. <laughs> exactly. I apologize for my voice. Maybe I'll try not to talk as much this week. No, you better. <laughs> Otherwise, Scotty's going to fill some of that. Yeah. And uh, be filling in time. My name is Warren Barris. My uh, name is Scott. Scotty is here as well. Brando is also here. <laughs> hey, Scotty um, calling an audible. Just, They're going to intro himself. right in there. We got a lot, lots to talk about. Yeah, yeah lots bit, of wrestling happened. Like last week, I, like you said, I picked a good week to be like, yeah. I'm gonna go watch preseason hockey because there was nothing. This week is like, no, there's like everything so to we'll talk balance about. Balance it out. We did a shorter show last week where it was just in and out. Boris was quite impressed with our podcast. He texted me yesterday. Oh yeah, and said that keep it, it tight, it's all business, all no screwing yeah. around. It's what you get from me and Brando when we don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah, you guys like. I listened to the cast back and I was like. Holy fuck, they sound like they yeah. just want to be yeah. elsewhere. It's like we Done. hit everything, but it was very much like we each said a sentence. And then moving on. And then on. we moved on. <laughs> yeah, it was like, Sapod, we're yeah. doing it because we have to. Uh, but we got, yeah, we got a bunch of stuff. We got the MSG, NXT, a uh, couple big news items, and of course, Raw. But first, Scotty, we haven't seen you in two weeks. How was the Oilers game last week? It was good. We won in preseason. My younger brother was sitting about 10 rows down from me. We had decent seats. Okay. My brother was just, because he just turned 18, which yeah. a month. Oh, so it's no. his first time with the cocaine beers at Rexall? Yeah. Yikes. And like, like I had two that night, and like, they'll do you in pretty quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can yeah. I can feel them after two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I drink me too. a lot of beer. Like, <laughs> I was just like, Victoria, give me some more of that popcorn. <laughs> She's like, Scott, you're eating like fistfuls at yeah. a time. Like, you're I dropping a lot too. Stop it. So uh, we got approved. For a new apartment. We're nice. moving like next weekend. My God. I'm not helping you move. No, it's okay. Say that right no, now. No, uh, no, no, no. Okay. Do you remember when I moved have to last move time, Warren? Uh, no, because you didn't move that far last time, yeah. did you? Same shit I'm doing this time. Oh, really? Last time I moved across the street, this yeah. time I'm moving to the corner. You just like okay. hate your landlords? No, or do or they just hate find you? somewhere cheaper? No, or? actually, <laughs> our landlords love us right now because Victoria and me have like pre packed pretty much almost everything. Like, I, I mm. packed my comics yesterday. Three whole big boxes or medium sized boxes. I was like, these are fucking heavy boxes too, because yeah. it's just books. Uh, but so we had someone come into view, like the next people who live in this suite or whatever, come into view, and like everything's pretty much packed. Aside from like, okay, there's a couch, there's a bed, there's right. a dresser, yeah. and the cats are in a container right now or whatever. <laughs> you just, get a gist of what the place <laughs> is without seeing everyone else's shit really yeah. laying around. Uh, so yeah, we're moving to a bigger place. It is bigger then. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, your other one wasn't. It wasn't huge. It wasn't tiny either, but it was decently it was on sized. The smaller side of the spectrum. I would My say. My old apartment was like a bi level with two bedrooms. Oh that, really? And we just didn't ever use it. My current apartment is like a fucking box. Is it? Yeah. It's like yeah. Like there's moments where I'm like, well, we gotta stop buying stuff. Like Victoria's like, oh, IKEA's got a sale on furniture. I'm like. Where, where are we going to put it? It's not How like am I going to super kick my cats if there's no room in this place? <laughs> there are living rooms, like this little walk space, and then like an area for the cats to play. That's about it. Cool. Uh, and then job search 2015. I finally got a call back. I got an oh. interview on Saturday All right. to be a jeweler. <gasps> the last time we spoke, you had an interview, so that obviously didn't go too well. Who was that with? 
I don't even remember. Uh, I don't know. Or maybe you even told I, us that it didn't go so well. I, I don't think I had an interview. I think just all the places I applied, I just was like, they yeah, were just maybe. like off the get go. I was like, they're not calling. Because, <laughs> yeah, for the while, there was. But a jeweler. Yeah. He called back. Yeah. Nice. So, like so do you actually make the jewels as a jeweler or do you sell them? I'm going to sell. Oh, sell okay. them and I'll be able to do like appraisals and junk. Which is so, like, way could, different for me. We could start like a sat pod, like storage locker show. Yeah. Be like, I got a guy for these jewels. Jewels. Scotty's going to come over here and take a look. And I'll look at him and be like, they're fake. Only offer this. <laughs> they always say they're fake on oh, those yeah. shows. That's we need true. you to sell enough or steal enough diamonds for us to make our own title belt. Yes. Ooh. No. That there would be kind of cool. Just one or two a week here mm. and there. They won't notice. Just when they fall off other like yeah. stuff. Oh, not nothing to see here. Diamonds just <laughs> falling off that's shit. They're like, cool. oh, it's that's collateral damage. I'll put that right in Mr. <laughs> the Pocket. The title belt like, is just a, a random collection yeah. of oh, different yeah. colored gems. Scott, like, is that a ruby in there? It's like, hey man, yeah, diamonds weren't falling. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. that'll be interesting to see how that goes. As well as uh I'm doing a bunch of live streaming for this big fighting game card game event this weekend. They asked me last minute, and they offered to pay me to do it. Whoa, so that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So I'll be there tomorrow. Where can people can people follow you and watch uh, this? I believe it'll be Twitch.tv backslash Edmonton Gamers on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Cool. You'll probably be tweeting about it too. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably be plugging it and whatnot. So cool. if you want to watch Smash Bros or Street Fighter, that's like the dream for you. Hey, getting paid to stream. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah, I'd be all right with that job, especially when it's like. Okay, just commentate when there's no other commentators and just do the overlays and like names and the scoreboards and whatnot. Yeah. So, like, this would be easy. Nice. So, that's good. Brando, what's new with you, bud? Yes, sir. Had a pretty slow week. I uh, went and picked up my Halloween costume for the Bears something annual Halloween. 23. 23rd annual. Oh. 92, baby. Halloween Howler. Uh, I will be a Ninja Turtle, one of hopefully four. Right. Which one are you Otherwise, hoping to be? we just look stupid. <laughs> yeah. uh, I am decisively Michelangelo, the okay. orange turtle. I was looking this up when I texted you, whenever that was, over the weekend. Uh-huh. That, have they changed colors and weapons, or just weapons? They probably From, have new weapons. Maybe they have but new they weapons. They still because have the like, arcade game, you know, the like 89 yeah. arcade game. I swear to God, Blue Guy had the swords. Blue Guy yeah, still has the swords. Leo? I looked it up, and it said that he had the stick now. What? No. Oh, Maybe, oh in the oh, comics? Yeah. yeah. Oh, in yeah. the current comics, Donatello's died. dead. Jesus Christ, he died? Yeah, it was like the death of a brother was the what? name of the, the arc. It came out comics earlier. Comics are so this... dark now. Comics have always been, been dark, dark, dark. dark. That's true. <laughs> Good. Uh, okay, so that's settled. We've yeah, that so uh, Buddy Andy, he'll be uh, sporting the uh, the red uh, asshole dude. Raphael, mm-hmm. crude but rude. Yeah, and he's got the little poker sticks. Man, I bought my costume Size? for like... <laughs> My co- my size? No, that's what the poker oh, sticks yes. are called. Um, I bought my. I thought a scythe was like the. No, that's a scythe. They're size. Oh, size. Yeah, I'm just bad at talking. Good. Um. Anywho, uh, I bought my costume for I think seventy bucks or something. Yeah. And then fifteen dollars per nunchuck. Whoa. They saw me coming. <laughs> They're like, this guy's not going to get a turtle costume so without a nunchuck, and he's not going to get a nunchuck without another nunchuck, and he's not going to get two nunchucks without a pair of Michelangelo turtle socks. They got you into getting the socks, too? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> well, the socks were just, because now I can be a ninja turtle wearing my own face on my feet. True. Which is pretty sweet. I was thinking that I would get, like, an obnoxiously small one. Yeah. And just wear it and, like, have it, like, come down to, like... Below my chin and be like, fuck everything. I'm a ninja turtle. That would be kind of the charm. Right. Would be to have four ninja turtles 
who are supposed to look <laughs> dimensionally me. exactly the same, the same all right. looking very different. Like yes. you would be the most extreme, but Monch is super tall and lanky. So it would come down to his elbows and he'd be really short. Right, and Andy's more of a standard Ninja Turtle build sure. and I'm more short and stocky. Yeah, that's true. It, would, that's be true. it would be funny. You got to uh, make sure to get the weapon. It's going to cost you a little bit more. Right, but you'd look stupid. Are, are also, you going to even be allowed to bring the weapon into the house? Probably not, but the, the turtle shells are uh, zip-up backpacks that you can stuff. So I think I'm going to stick them in there and see if they there find them. Go. That way, if I ever get in a fight, and let's be honest, looking like a turtle, like a ninja turtle, he's going to get in a fight. Sure. I can say, hold on, sir, while I take a knee and remove my shell yes. and find my weapons. It's, that's, that's a custom, I believe, in all fights. Right. Is that you are allowed one... Excuse me, sir. Yeah. At the start of the fight. <laughs> yeah. For per fight, you're allowed yourself. one timeout. Yeah. Yeah. Per fight. Exactly. It's canon. It's rules. Uh, what else? Anything? Uh, anything else I'm new? watching a lot of wrestling. Watching a lot of those old pay-per-views. Uh, just, I was just, I had like three days off and I was just plowing my way through them. I was doing a lot of other stuff on the side, but I'm all the way up to like No Way Out 2011. No, sorry. Oh. Elimination like, did, Chamber. Like 2008 or 9 last we heard? It was Elimination Chamber. 2011, because they flipped that name. And so, yeah, you've done the Nexus now. You've seen the I've Nexus. I've seen the Nexus. All right. I bet you it's a lot better if you watch the TV. True, because absolutely. Because when they made that first impact of showing up on Raw and tearing up everything, right. that was a holy shit And Daniel Bryan's choking. And yeah. got uh, fired. So I Who totally mi- choking again? Justin, Justin Roberts. Roberts. I totally missed the Daniel Bryan choking thing. It was just all of a sudden it was, geez, I want to say SummerSlam, and uh, it was just like, the sixth member of Team Cena is Daniel Bryan. Right. And everyone like popped super big, and I was just like, what? When did you what? start wrestling? Yeah. yeah. You're like, is this his debut? Yeah. Why do people know who this is? Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a break oh. and then come back. I didn't do anything. You want to talk about my week? I did nothing. I got sick and stayed home for two days at work. So. And he had funny tweets about his dreams. Exactly. And I'll tell you about those dreams when we come back from the break. Welcome to Intermission. <laughs> We're back. So the dream that I had. So I I go to the doctor and he gives me meds because at first he thought maybe I had a lung infection. Turns out that I didn't, which was good. Um, but he gave me some heavy-duty cough medicine that's got codeine in it. Right. Which, if you're unfamiliar with that, it essentially is kind of loops you a bit. And yeah, it like helps you sleep, too. Yep. So he says, you know, don't don't take this before you drive. Gives me all the rundown, whatever. No booze. The first night I try it, uh, it says two teaspoons every four hours, so three times a day or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the first night, I'm hurting. I do three teaspoons because I'm like, you know, I, I want to make sure that I get a good sleep and get my rest in. and every- So I, I go to sleep and uh, I had this dream. Justin Trudeau is a candidate for the prime minister in the upcoming election, which is like next week, two weeks from now. Mm, um, go and vote, boys. He's got these horrible, horrible ads of him walking up a down escalator. So he just stays in the same spot the whole time he's talking. Right, he just he's wa- talking about whatever he's talking about and like not moving. Yeah, because the idea is that, that that's I guess what they're doing is they talk about things but don't ever move. That's very meta of him. Sure. So 
I had this dream where I was walking up a down escalator screaming, look, I'm Justin Trudeau, and then fell and got sucked into it and died. <laughs> well, so, in uh, fairness, got arrested or some shit. Until, until you got, you fell and got sucked in. Yeah. Not to this, say that isn't like you, but sure. you ignorantly yelling that you're a mm. politician in a mall it's very is accurate. very Warren. Right. And yeah. that's what I thought when I woke up. I was like, that, you know, that's spot yeah. on. My dreams have me nailed <laughs> yes. right now. So, uh, yeah, that was the highlight of my week was my Justin Trudeau dream. So That's cool. That's it. Um, that's, a, that's a low bar, but that's not always a bad thing. Sure. Especially when you're sick. The highlight of my week will be tomorrow night when we play rock band. That's true. We We've had, had to make band. some concessions. Yeah. Uh, we will not have a bassist. There were some disagreements. It's a big work to get it out on, on the Xbox One, man. You got to do a lot of jumping through hoops to get. I think it's the same on four PlayStation guys. Four. Didn't I thought he said that may you could do use the plugged in one on like an older guitar yeah. on PlayStation Four by plugging it in. Oh, yeah. really? Whereas on the one you can't. I didn't so. think those work together. No, they do for. It's the same thing with how on Mortal Kombat X on PS4 you could use uh, PS3 arcade sticks. Hmm. Good. Bastards. Yeah, but anyway, I think it's weird that they don't sell, they like advertise this thing about being like, oh, it's going to be you, a singer, a drummer, or two guitarists, and then they only send one guitar, which right. I'm like, that's fair. Everything's a cash grab in the world, but you can't even buy just a guitar, I don't think. Yeah, not yet. You have to anyway. buy another copy of the game. Which is dumb. Yeah. Okay, what Again, songs are in this year that you guys are like stoked not, for? Oh, not, not, not super not good, good ones. ones. DLC was more than what we'll play. Yeah, yeah, the DLC, the DLC list over. I saw I was like, cool, like take on me and well, some it's other everything. shit. Well, everything. They're putting out everything that's ever been oh, DLC. Oh, they're putting out the whole catalog? Yeah, yeah. they said oh, it'll take some dope. time. So. Which I bought a whole bunch on the first one. So eventually we'll have a whole bunch of good oh, songs. Oh, I think I only right. bought like my old songs on 360. Damn. It, it should. Oh, it, it, guys, I, oh I put right. Killer Instinct last night at Fight Night because someone yeah. brought an Xbox One. It's a good game. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed good. it thoroughly. Good. Might buy an Xbox One for it. Look forward to your review. All right. Um, let's do, what did we decide? Oh, okay, we're going to do MSG first? Uh, we're going to do news, news first. News first, all right. Let's and now. News. It's the sickness, I swear. We always do news first. Boy, and that's a mainstay. The staple of the Sapod. Spanish announced table news. Brandon Lynch. We will start with, in my opinion, the biggest news yes. of the week. And one of the biggest stories that didn't involve someone dying Which... or smearing poo on anything. <laughs> <laughs> or being, like, fired from WWE for uh, comments. Yeah, I mean, you know what? This might be bigger than all those. What? John Cena yes. is taking some time off. My God, he's human. Lordy yes. Lord. He's human after all. This is actually unprecedented for him to, in a non-injury sense... Be like, yo, yeah. I need some personal never time. Done it. Never. Yeah. Um, so I don't really know what's like going even that on. One time when he was like, I've got to start shit out with my wife or whatever. And then he was back like the next week or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. For, for the most part, John Cena taking off less than a week. Who the fuck cares? Or even taking off one week. If you don't see him for a Raw, whatever. It's But when it's like he's going to be missing the European tour, yeah, uh, he's yeah. going to kind of disappear after Hell in a Cell for just, he didn't even say how long, uh, all for personal reasons. It's like, what is going on with John? His, his next, after Hell in a Cell, his old, next scheduled event is at like MSG. December 30th in Toronto. So Okay. Yeah. He's doing so, the MSG post-Christmas show. 
Oh, is he? They added that. Yeah, one, no? for the 26th okay. now is the next day he's supposed to be back. So yeah. All right. Well, I but mean, still, I mean, that's a good two months. Like, yeah. yeah, two months. That's like how many weeks? Of, that's eight weeks or so of TV where he won't be there. And I mean, it's a guy who's earned the right to take some time off. Absolutely. For Christ's sakes, but. The timing is kind of weird because they have, like, the ratings have been so shitty, yep. and his are the ones that have been steady with the open challenge. So you take that away, you're in some some deep trouble, I think. John Cena's a ratings rock. And what does that do for the—do you take the title off of him? I, or is I that think, too easy? Like, No, I think like I think you should because I think it looks really bad for the U.S. title to just not be around for that long. Yeah. But, yeah, it'll be like Dean Ambrose was holding it again, and just uh, and, never but at least it. Dean Ambrose was there, not yeah, defending it. True. Yeah, and at least not, you still saw it on television. It just wasn't part of an angle or defended ever. Do you do that right. at Hell in a Cell, or is that too obvious? Well, I don't know. Is it, is Hell in a Cell's last date, or is that's he even getting to there? Like the they supposed didn't, thing. That's is right that's, now. Is he yeah. supposed to be written off or scheduled for time off after Hell in a Cell, so he'd miss that Monday? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hi- take hi- it off him at uh, Hell in a Cell. No. Who's, hypothetically, what about this? The Raw before, the go-home show, he does another open challenge. That's kind of what The I guy gets it off of him, and then Cena's like, well, I'm having my rematch on Sunday. I'm coming to get my belt back, and then he doesn't get it, and he disappears. Okay. Kevin sure. Owens, unify them. I don't, want, I don't think that I, guy needs a belt. I don't think Maybe. I want him unified, but... Yeah, I, I don't know who you give it to. Dolph. But Cesaro or Dolph? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Or a New Day Dolph, guy. Dolph superkick John Cena. Not long ago. That's true. Yeah, that is very true. He super kicked him right in the mush. I like the idea, and that's what this has done. Is that when I watched the open challenge, like this past Monday after this broke, in the back of my mind, I'm going, wonder if maybe they do flip this title on a Raw. So I'm watching this match, going, oh, 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 they're gonna, no, no, they're not gonna do it. it would be cool. It's made that more interesting because I know that, but I mean, that's. Probably not what they're aiming for. So. Right. It's going to be interesting what they do with that title, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see kind of what... Someone will get a visible push in the absence of John Cena. Yeah, you have to. Like, someone will get a rocket strapped to them for a little while. Ambrose? Maybe. Oh, that'd be another good one. I think he... kind of break him off of... Because, I mean, you have him and... Roman being broskies uh, yeah, all the time Roman's right doing now. Wyatt. And yeah. Roman can carry his own thing. And he's in the cell, so you can't make it a tag team. Right. So you're going to have to give Dean something. So, I don't know, maybe he wins that title off of Cena and kind of carries the torch, or could how be. do you... I don't know. It could work. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll definitely be a big push. It's kind of like when Rhino had his big push in, like, 2001, 2002-ish, where it was like, who did he beat to get, like, a championship? It was like JBL, too, when JBL switched over to the Rich Heel gimmick. Yeah. And he was yeah. just all of a sudden holding the title for, title, like, he near was, a, year. Yeah. a year. Yeah. And, like, was in every... Like, whoever's going to replace Cena or take the like get the push, they're gonna get a lot of TV time where they're just in segments or getting a lot more mic time. Mm-hmm. Well they gotta do a bit of shuffling too because I mean you don't have a lot of heels at the moment that are topper echelon in the in the company. So maybe you flip a guy here and there or I don't know. It'll be interesting the effect of Cena leaving. Yeah. How much that spans out bump into people up the depth chart. Right. So um, big news. I like that. Next up, uh, some more big news uh, out of NXT. This is kind of somewhat breaking in that it happened today, I believe. Yeah, rumors were going around yesterday because he had been tweeting some ominous right. things. But a- anyway, tweeted 999. Yeah. To uh, long story short, James Storm showed up on NXT tapings today. A cornerstone of TNA. That's cool. I like that. 
that's, I mean, guy's landing on his feet, so yep. that's pretty cool. And, and it's the same thing with, like, Joe. The contract ran out, and then it was, what, about James Storm was a free agent for about a month or so. Yeah. And it was there. as soon as he was off TV tapings, it was like someone from WWE is obviously, like, keeping a small eye on TNA and going, okay, this is the last week of TV he's going to be on. Let's sure. bring him in. He was a guy that I wasn't sure would make it to the WWE because, I mean, he was always on our list when we that, out of his question. own out of his own lack of ability or out of WWE's not wanting him. WWE or? not wanting him because yeah. it's a it's a redneck who drinks beer. I think I guess, we've seen yeah. that before. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it doesn't really. And his for how big he fit, was but. in TNA, I think the times have changed now. Where having the TNA label on you doesn't mean anything. With Triple H signing guys with NXT, totally. yep. that doesn't mean anything. He looks at what your name means to the wrestling world. Well, and he's a good talent. And I mean, most of the reports yesterday, and I mean, they're all just speculation, but they were all saying that they were going to probably be using him in kind of like a a coach. He worked player, a match coach tonight. Role, so it could happen. I, I don't know. He's Poach. probably having, they, having behind the scenes a bit. and They had him work a match working. tonight. I said player, oh, coach. Oh, player, player coach. So oh, like okay. a guy who wrestles and also coaches. Like Rhino, what he's doing right now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so kind of, yeah, an agent guy who yeah. probably doesn't get the call to the main roster, but so can do some things Joe NXT. has a different contract. Like they're eventually going to bring Joe up. They where to, Where with Rhino and Storm, they're going to help develop the uh, the current classes. Yeah, I think Joe is a guy you can make a lot of money off of on the main thing. Whereas yeah. both of those guys, what are you going to really get out of them in the long run? So. Right. That They're a said, blip on the radar if you're just trying to draw TNA right. audience. And that I mean, what, none of them are really young either, so you're not going to get much time out of either yeah, of them. Yeah, because James Storm is, I think, late 30s. He's 38, I think, yeah. earlier. Rhino, I want to say, is around the same. And Rhino's had like two different WWE runs. Rhino is fat. Yeah, he looks like but he's, he's getting... So, he's such a good performer, he's though. He's still good. He's your he boy. Like, he's your boy. I do like Rhino. Next story. Yes. You guys are going to have to run with the ball a little bit on this one. Okay. Tell me what's been going on in the world of TNA. Let's start with their their quote-unquote WrestleMania. Bound for glory. Uh, you had in the title match, as far as I know, last-minute addition in Matt Hardy. They put Matt Hardy in the week of. And it was him, it was supposed EC3, to be and who's the third Drew guy? Galloway. Right. Well, everything was kind of close to week of, wasn't it? Because we were talking yeah. yesterday about the fact that they didn't have they, a single match They announced. had him versus Drew Galloway two weeks into TV like planned where they announced that that was okay. a match. Aside from that, half the card wasn't announced or picked. And it was in North Carolina, so they they party throw boys in country. There. And wasn't Jeff the referee? Jeff was a special referee. So it's just it's just Jeff fucked. was a special referee before Matt was added. Matt Hardy <laughs> pins uh, Drew, Drew Galloway. Galloway, so you keep the EC3 undefeated streak going, and Matt Hardy is your TNA champion. And everyone goes, okay. They were kind of speculating whether the Hardys make the jump to the WWE, but I guess not because now he's the champion. Fast forward not even 24 hours later, the Monday morning, Matt Hardy puts up a video, TNA tweets it, puts it all over the place, says, uh, I have to forfeit the title because Ethan Carter is suing the company. EC3 has filed an injunction. Right. And what it boils down to is that they had taped so far in advance that they didn't have the strap on Matt Hardy for those tapings, so he can't actually have the title because when Wednesday rolls around for Impact... He doesn't have the title on the show. That's fucking. They what? just fucked awesome. themselves. Like how? How do they continuously oh, do yeah. this to and themselves? And now Wednesday on Impact, uh, I watched that this morning. It's okay. We're doing a open series now. There's going to be a bunch of different groups, and the top two, like it's going to be like you get three pin- points for a pinfall, oh one point God. for a draw, like like that kind of shit. 
So there's going to be four feeder groups like soccer, and then if you're top two in the group, you get put in. The groups are like UK, uh, like TNA Originals, New People or something, and Knockouts. They're having like Gail Kim be in the series and Madison Rain and shit. Oh yeah, I saw that uh, Awesome Kong's in it too. Yeah, yeah. And I, like I think Awesome Kong and Gail Kim could probably do that intergender wrestling, not too shabby actually. Well, Awesome Kong could for sure. Yeah, Kim's not bad either. But Kim, Kim's a great performer. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. They, but yeah, the title wasn't even mess. on TV. It was so fucked up because it yeah. was just like the Pope and Josh Matthews standing in front of a green screen just talking about this like that and then they would play match clips or whatever and then be like, oh, this person scored two points and I'm like, I ask, the just- <laughs> ask the Pope. Ask the Pope. I don't like the Pope on commentary. He's not great. And well, no, he's, he went he in makes with- Booker T look good. He did the like Jerry, the- they had their kind of Royal Rumble match too apparently and he did the Jerry the King Lawler in that I'm an entrant and take off the headset, go in and get eliminated and come right back right yeah. away. Like, yeah. It, the shit. That being said, I heard that this year's Bound for Glory was significantly better than last year's because they had those production issues last yeah, year. Yeah, and so. last year's just like, it looked but, so awkward of like where it was filmed and whatnot. That's just comparing turds at this point. Yeah. I think. <laughs> and, but I mean, you Which knew Matt Hardy was going to win that fucking title. Yeah. It, when, when it's like, Jeff Hardy's a special referee, okay? Exactly, you know. But then when it's when they put the camera on Rebby Sky, his wife, mm-hmm. then her newborn kid, and then the Hardy's dad, it's like, okay, this is obviously going to Hardy here for that good feel-good moment. Um, and they were giving tickets away to Bound for Glory I again. I heard that, too. Or there was, like, vouchers where it'd be like, uh, take this in and get, like, an upgrade for $10 or whatever. And speaking of TNA and their dumb mistakes, what else are they doing? What? Oh, TNA's got uh oh sorry. Softballs into yeah. you. Uh, softball. Any blank. Sorry. Uh TNA's scheduled their Europe dates. But their yes. TV that was the only other thing we had for TNA news. At the end of January, which is after their contract ends yeah. with Destination. Right. That's the America. Network. Yeah. And then it's rumored that they're gonna Dixie's trying to work a new TV deal, but I don't ha- know any networks. But after yeah. they went to Destination America, I feel like they went to like a, the smallest niche network that's the thing like it's like the when you're on fox or spike at least a lot of people have that with basic cable when you go to destination america i don't think anyone's gonna buy a specific channel package that's the best they could get two years ago when they weren't this fucking bad they're not gonna get anything matt hardy on top now oh yeah that's a that's a draw okay they had jeff hardy on top when they were trying to get the deal with destination right and i think jeff is a lot better than matt yeah. Was he reffing as Willow or Jeff Hardy? Jeff Hardy. That's a shame. Mm. Uh, Kurt Angle also being advertised for those tapings as well. Yeah. So. Angle had his return his... match at Bound for Glory, which was not too shabby against Eric right. Young. Yeah. Eric Young did a pile driver in the opening five minutes, and Eric Young like jumps on his pile driver, and then Angle sells like, oh, his neck's going to be hurt, and then yeah. they take him to the back, and Eric Young, because he's a maniac or whatever, like throws the doctor away, and then Angle wins the match in the end. All right. Good. Okay, now we'll do MSG. Uh, oh, no, Lucha Underground. Okay, Lucha Underground. Underground. Lucha Underground, today they got their Season 2 announcement. Uh, they're going to start filming November 14th in L.A., the exact same venue they did it as last time. I heard that they is going to be a slightly smaller budget, but they're still going to have similar things to work with. So the product that was a big thing that people were worried about, was that if they go to another network and don't have the budget, the production goes in the shitter as well. So yeah, because like all like those like movie quality vignettes, yeah. or like when they go to the GM's office, exactly. That was like that was all El Rey Network being like, "Hey, we are paying you to be one of our most watched things on Wednesday night." 
That's all now we'll do it. All right. <laughs> we don't have a stinger for Third MBSG. The, charm. Um, the start of the Go to Hell Tour. Booty! That's the one I was there hoping for. <laughs> Uh yeah, overall I thought this was a good show. Uh I second half okay. second half far better than the first. Definitely. Uh yep. first half we had a tag match with Sheamus and Rusev, Dolph Ziggler and Randy Orton. The thing is is that they did that that gimmick at the end where Rusev is arguing with Sheamus mm-hmm. and Sheamus hits the bro kick on him and leaves. Not mentioned on Raw, and I don't think they ever will. Okay, so I was gonna mention that this whole show had kind of like a big house show feel, which is kind True. of what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, but now that we have access to the network and they're broadcasting stuff on the network, we kind of watch it expecting something to happen. Yeah, yes. like we're going to get like a title flip or some developmental. Right. And that's why or I not don't developmental story storyline develop. Why they do that sort of thing if they have no intentions of going anywhere with it? Like you know that people are watching this that probably also watch your other programming. Right. That are going to wonder what the fuck happened there. I saw it on the network. Why is it not being mentioned? What what what? They're waiting for it. You know what I mean. The other possibility is that they didn't address it on Raw, and but it is actually happening. Like it was a one it show. Could be. Like we don't. Could be. But I agree. It's kind of weird, and I kind of got this feeling as this card went on, where it was like all the baby faces are winning, kind of, and the titles aren't going to flip here. Yeah, and, it was very. I feel like the whole thing was just built around like Brock Lesnar and MSG versus Big Show. Like that yeah. was like the only thing, and that was the only thing that was really referenced on Raw. In terms of, like, they had a segment where they said what happened or whatever. Yeah. Aside from that, no, everything else was really one-offness. Chris Jericho had his 25? Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, Other matches we had, Stardust and Neville. You guys like that? Again? Yeah, for the millionth time. It was good for being, like, a house show show, though. That was that. Like, it was a good match. It was a good match. Uh, Good straight-up match. But, um... Something needs to happen this feud, even on Raw. Please. Like, something needs to happen yes. to keep it going. Because I, I see them come out and be like, okay, you guys have wrestled so many times. What are we fighting over? Right. Why are we still fighting? It's like you have the Bray Wyatt uh, yes. feud where they keep adding stuff and taking pieces away and putting pieces in, and it feels fresh all the time. And this is just like, why? Again? Is it just <laughs> he wants to be a bad guy, and he's kind of yeah. a superhero, and that's it? Like. Or, There's got to be added things. Yeah, or is it? To are we all going. just building to if they decide they want to bring in Stefan Emil again for yeah. another pay per view, cheap pop, or a raw or something? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Team Bella beat Team PCB in a six diva, six diva tag match again. Paige working with the other two despite them not being Having friends. Broken up two weeks ago, and yeah. then they leave her in the ring, and yeah. she gets on the mic and goes, "I would never do that to anybody." That was kind of funny. It was funny, but it wasn't supposed to be funny. That's the problem. I think. I, I think, think. I think the, the the page part was supposed to be like, yes, you would. You've been doing this the true, whole time. I guess. Yeah. But it didn't. Like they were dead silent for that. The yeah. crowd. It was like it made it awkward because people were just sitting there going, "Okay, just leave." They had a lot of time along. too. Yeah, Bring tons. out the next act. Like. Yeah. So not um, a lot of advancement in the first. Hour, hour of the ish. show, yeah. Show starts to pick up a little bit. There wasn't really a lot of advancement anywhere on this True. card, but the show, at least in quality, picks up a little bit from here on out. Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens for the IC title. Uh, again, kind of on the house show feel, Chris Jericho came out and cut a very house show yeah. style promo where he's talking about his friends in the crowd and he's talking about this, that, and the other thing and his dad playing for uh, New York Rangers and stuff. And it was Pinoca, Alberta. Pinoca, Alberta. Which I popped for. Fucking A. Been there. Um, and it was, again, just like, it was a great promo, but it yeah. was like the kind of promo where it's like, you wouldn't be able to say this on Raw. No, no like, way. Yeah. But, and it was very 
that they wanted to do the 25th anniversary thing. So. Right. Make it about Chris Jericho yeah, a little bit. That's fine. And then have Kevin Owens come out and subsequently beat him. Like that, that, that yeah. works. Right? Get, get the boy heat. Yeah. And that's exactly what we want Jericho to be doing is putting yeah. over the young talents. So. Yeah, well, I like how both guys have like these special wrestling edition T-shirt or hockey edition shirts. Yeah, because Jericho's got got that Y two twenty five J. Is that what it says? And that's not on the yeah, shop. They right. only sold that at MSG. Mm-hmm. And then Kevin Owens' uh, homecoming Montreal Canadiens one did make it to shop site, but I don't like the Habs. So that's uh. true. Um, as for the match itself, I didn't mind it. It wasn't great by any standards. I Again, would. Part of me wonders if it's because we had seen that match at the house show and that we went to. I kind of almost thought the show, and again, maybe that's because we were sitting front row, but I kind of thought the sh- match they had at the house show was better. So did I, a little bit, slightly. Mm-hmm. It's always but, funny when you see a match live, and then you see like a taped match later, and you're like, it was better when they did it for me. Yeah, I don't know what, that's. it's got to be the live aspect to it. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of was leaning that way too, where I thought they were both good, but I thought the, the Edmonton... House show one was a little better, but yeah. still a good match. Still a good match. Jericho was great. Uh, next up, we got the Dudley Boys uh, versus New Day for the for the tag team titles. Uh, oh. This was also advertised. Uh, I only say that because there was a number of matches on this card that I did not think were yeah. advertised. Me neither. No. I thought it was going to be like an hour long thing, and including it ended up the being main event. Three hours. Which I did right. not know was happening. Yeah, uh, I did, but I had forgotten about it. Yeah. I think I, I straight up never. I had seen it on WWE.com. Yeah, they were doing it. Um. What match are we talking about again? Uh, we are talking about the Dudley Boys. This was the one where I thought they were going to flip the titles. I really thought they right. were going to, and uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't. They decided not to. Uh, I kind of the more this went on, and the more I was like, this feels like a house show. The more I was like, I bet you they're not flipping the titles. This seems like yeah. a very we are not going to have lasting effects coming out of this show. But I thought maybe that's why they would do it, just because then people talk, okay, something actually did happen on this network special. Yeah. I will continue to buy the network and continue watching these specials because there is a chance that something might happen that actually right. means something. But they won't even do it on but, SmackDown. Exactly. So Yeah. So uh, it was a good match though. You barely get it on Raw anymore. Like True. you so yeah. rarely get a title yeah. flip on Raw anymore. It's I think the only one really that's had a, a meaningful title change was Japan. Yes. When right. when Balor won it off Owens, I yeah. think that's the only. And real... I think that one was different because that was for NXT, which is all a network based thing anyway. True. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah a and good I was going to say so. at NXT takeovers, you see that, but that's completely separate than these main roster. Yep. Mm. Um, next up, we got Big Show Brock Lesnar, the big uh, kind of the advertised main thing, even though it didn't go on last. I look, I had my little counter going at the bottom, yeah, and too. I was like, "There's a damn near hour left in this show, and the match that I thought was the main event is starting." So and I, I hope they're not going to let these like, guys big go. Big Show for, is not working. <laughs> there's a point where you're like, "Is my Brock going to just kill him for an hour?" That would have been pretty funny. They gave Big Show a fair bit of offense at the start, though. Like they, they had him yeah. push Lesnar out of the ring. Yeah, hit three choke slams in a row, and, and Lesnar kept, kept like up. flopping up. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, I, I, I like that. And obviously, it's, you have him do the F five spot and bunch of belly to bellies, which yeah. are impressive because For the guy's so fucking this big. Match was really good. I agree. I thought it was really good. For something I, going in, I was like, uh, like Brock can mm-hmm. easily destroy anybody and make it fairly entertaining. But I was like, wow, Big Show held his own and got offense, and they, they told a decent story for what it was worth, and for being an advertised match, I don't really think it was a letdown. I, uh, the, what was I going to say? Lesnar? Yes. Some of Les- oh, yeah. When he dropped uh, Big Show on the F5. Uh, yes. I thought he did a very good job covering his own ass on that, because you and me always say, like, 
if you fuck up a spot, don't go right back and try the spot again. Otherwise, everyone's going to know you fucked up. But right. Lesnar kind of dropped him in a slam-ish fashion yeah. when you knew he wasn't going to get him up. And then he went and he's like, okay, we're going to do another... Or we're going to do a belly-to-belly or another German or something. And then he went back and hit the F5. Exactly. And I was like, that, that looked was... like a real thing. Exactly. Oh, Didn't do it the first time. Give him another couple slams. He stops fighting. Yep. And then do the F5. Good for Perfect. you, Brock. Uh, yeah, that was the end of that. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, yes. I wanted to talk about uh, the miking of... like You could hear them talking at this venue... More oh, yeah. than I think I've, I've ever, ever heard any venue, mm. because Lesnar comes back uh, at uh, after the match and goes toe to toe with the Big Show again. And first of all, this one was on the camera too, because the big the camera was on the Big Show, and you could just see him saying belly to belly, yeah, belly to belly, I didn't over that and over times. again. And then Brock Lesnar gave him a belly to belly, and they were just standing there, right? Like they were just, they were hoping that it just looked like yep. they were chirping each other. And then you can hear, which is really funny, you can hear. As Brock Lesnar's picking the Big Show up, he's like, "Oh, it's time for the F5," and you can you can't hear what he says, but you can just hear Big Show be like, "Oh, come on!" <laughs> and Brock Lesnar's like, "I know," yeah, yeah. and then picks him up and gives him the F5, and it was hilarious. Yeah. And I rewound and listened to it like three times because it was just like, yeah, I couldn't hear what Big Show was saying, but it sounded like he was just like, "Oh yeah, shit!" Bumpery Dudley was like, it, it, "I swear," it, like you know when there's like hockey or football, and it's like. This player's mic'd up, and they show like the segment. Yeah. It sounded like Bubba Ray and, yeah. Bro- and like Big Show were like mic'd up yeah. pretty much. Well, and loud. Bubba's a loud guy. Bubba and Big is Show a loud just guy, has that voice. But I think yeah. we got caught calling a spot or two at the uh, MSG show a little bit. Probably. There. I kind of. I, I, I was hearing it's only it more. Because of the way it was mic'd with the acoustics of the building. Yeah. It felt like yeah. a quiet building, like a very like, like that house show chill. Right. Throughout the crowd, like. And maybe that's why they don't go there as much anymore. Maybe because it is such a weird building to shoot in like the stage that they had was so small mm-hmm. and and they have that weird like gap in the back on the opposite side of the hard cam and like it's yeah. weird it's a weird it, setup it's, it is weird but i mean it's msg you got to do something there so this is okay uh main event seth rollins john cena in a steel cage match for the u.s title the match in which i legitimately never heard was happening yeah. somehow <laughs> somehow I, I dodged all I, the advertising i think the first time i heard about it was like the week leading up but then, yeah. like I say, I had forgot about it and then kept seeing that cage on their wide shots. I'm like, the fuck is there a cage there? Like, we're at the Big Show match. What What am I missing here? Yeah. And then I remembered, oh, right, there's this uh, this main event between Cena and Rollins. So. Yeah, and shocker, uh, Seth Rollins and John Cena had a good wrestling match. Yep. <laughs> a lot of cool spots. Uh, I thought Rollins came out of here uh, looking better than he has in his other losses to John Cena because this one was like, very dirty. Yeah, it was, it was a very not clean finish. It was King. Like he had the match won. It was like in a straight wrestling contest. Seth Rollins wins this match, and then something happens to him, which is weird to do for a heel. But I kind of liked it because I didn't want John Cena to keep pinning him clean over and over exactly. and over again. Yeah, and then you had Kane come out and work him over a bit. Yeah, progress his yeah. little. This yeah. is like one of those actual like matches where Seth looked good in the sense of like I was talking to somebody at like Fight Night last night, and they were just like. Man, Rollins' title reign sucks. And I'm like, well, a lot of guys' first title reigns, you know, they make them look like the weak or the entitled champion. And they're, yeah, the heel ones like, for yeah, small guys like, especially. I feel like Seth Rollins doesn't get anything in anymore. Like, And I was like, well, I can see how you feel that kind of thing. He's having a very Miz-like title run. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ex- yeah. Where yeah. it's like he can't win a match without help. But he's also the slimy heel, so you're trying to let the company get away with it. But at the same time, you're like, man, I wish Seth Rollins was just kicking the shit out of people. Right. And sometimes he comes out there and he has match of the night even when he loses. And you're like, 
Man, imagine if you just won. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was the show. It was uh, not as good as Tokyo, I didn't think. I agree. Uh, but it was a good show. Yeah. Made for good Sunday morning wrestling. It was a good thing to watch while I was sick and doing nothing but laying in my bed. Yeah, sure. So that worked out well. I mean, isn't all wrestling? True. That is a great the per- point. The perfect thing for that. Yes, it is. Uh, okay. Now, I don't know what you want to do. NXT? You want to do NXT? Takeover. Even yeah, though it, well do it happens after Raw? That's true. But nothing really <laughs> spoils. <laughs> we could do Raw first. You want to do Raw first? I, we, let's do Raw first. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll do Raw. We'll do probably Raw forget first. NXT. Now get the cards, <laughs> the drugs, from my generation, I'll take the fall. The saints, no cross the nation, and it's a The TD Garden in Boston. Boston. Have you guys seen the video of that Boston guy freaking out about the fish? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. You have to see it. It's hilarious. <laughs> Why did you just say, oh, my God, like a Boston because guy? Because he says that a oh hundred times in the video. What is it? In pa- Patrick, what is that? <laughs> what is that fucking thing? I don't know what it is. It's a great video. You need to go check it out right now. I love the Boston accent. It's part of the reason why it's, I, of, yeah. It's Wicked. part of the reason why I like uh, Goodwill Hunting so much. That is a great movie. That yes. is a fantastic. Movie. I think I would love being in Boston just because of the accent. Yeah, just being around that and that. I don't know. Here, here's but a little Jay bit of it. Jay says it's a fucking big sea turtle. <laughs> Look, it's a baby fucking wheel, man. <laughs> Holy shit, we are witnessing a baby fucking wheel right here. A wheel? Uh. Spoiler alert, it's not actually a whale. It's actually oh, some whale. Oh, he's whale? trying to say Ocean whale. Sunfish. It's a fucking wheel. It's a wheel. <laughs> Maybe you feel like they like, got a tire as they're trying to like fish it out. Uh, just type in Boston fish guy. I'm sure it'll come up for you. Boston. All right. Boston. Uh, Lesnar and Heyman start the show. Uh, more typical brilliance from Paul Heyman. Shows footage of Lesnar and Undertaker's two uh, previous encounters. And uh, he points out that Lesnar has invaded Undertaker's territory and conquered it at every opportunity. And as he starts to sing the the battle hymn song, mm-hmm. Big Show's music hits. He walks to the ring. Uh, he says he was inches away from beating Brock Lesnar, offers a handshake. Lesnar laughs, walks away. Show continues to talk and says he hopes Undertaker beats him again. And then uh, Lesnar gets back in the ring, throws him around, hits an F5. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. This was just a, if you didn't watch Sunday, right, here's, here's a little Brock Lesnar F5-ing a gigantic human being. Yeah, it was nice for them to give it to us for free. Right. Normally, on a pay-per-view, this would bother you. However, <laughs> in this case, totally fine. I think, I, I think it's because I watched the MSG show after Raw. So. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Uh, and yet this worked into the main event as well. Right. Because you needed to get Big Show off. Team Rollins. Right. So, uh, Yeah, bunch of video packages here. Uh, Heyman does a good job uh, selling the match. And, um, yeah, he hypes up uh, Hell in a Cell like, really, really yeah, well. Yeah, that's, I what, I, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. I good wrote he hyped up SummerSlam. <laughs> we talked about last week about how they haven't really been doing Hell in a Cell yet because this was the focus was the MSG right. and I like how he came out and said alright we've done that Step one. Lesnar conquered that idiot now we gotta focus on the big one and that's right. coming up and, th- and it was great you and know? he did a good job of saying like this is it this is this right. is this is the round three it's 1-1 one, 1-1 one. One, one. yes uh, and 
this is the last time this is going to happen. Come see who wins. Winner wins the war. Sold it great. Mm. The man is a genius. Uh, I did also notice that when he does bring up that he conquered the streak, slowly but surely there's less and less booze when he brings that up. Because before, that was the one thing where it was like, all right, we like Lesnar. Uh, we like Lesnar. But don't don't remind us of that time that he broke the only sacred thing in all of wrestling. Do you think people uh, are just getting more accepting? Of I it? think time as heals time all goes wounds. On? Yeah, yeah. As time goes on. Is it that, or are I they so. are they remembering the low blows and the? I'm the kind taker. of the opposite. I think that it's not working as well as they want it to work. The yeah. Undertaker heel thing. I think they've done an admirable job and they've stuck to it because they're like, when the low blow happened on Raw the very first time, no, on uh, Battleground the very yep. first time you saw him, and then they're like, we got to stick with it. One's not enough. Like, have him low blow him again on the pay-per-view. Have, or have him low blow him. Like, they're trying their best, but I was kind of on the opposite side of the coin, maybe just the way I was looking at it, but it was like, my first note here was, Brock Lesnar still gets a massive pop every time he comes out, but the moment they bring up Undertaker, you can just feel the crowd be like, that's the what? Nah, nah, no, I'm not going to. Yeah. It just feels wrong when you boo him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, you just, it's not right. I should not be booing this man. Part of it, maybe for me, putting myself in those seats, maybe it's just like, okay, Brock Lesnar's the baby face here. Brock Lesnar's the biggest thing going. We want to cheer Brock Lesnar, so we're just going to ignore all that shit. Right. Like when you say he conquered he conquered the street, we're gonna be like, ah, say the next thing. <laughs> yeah. And then they're back on board. Uh all right. So backstage, we have Seth Rollins complaining to Stephanie McMahon that his tag team partner, the big show, has been taken out. He asks Steph to cancel the match, but she tells him to come up with something else. Mm-hmm. Because it's the champion's job. To book the main event, <laughs> not not the person in charge. That, that's that, exactly it. They should have just good. been like, you got to find a new partner, Seth. Or Best some for business, shit. Stephanie. Well done. She probably had Seth other is stuff so good at on. sounding whiny. Like, here he sounds like a kid. He's like, but how am I going to do the match if I don't have the big show there? Yeah, he is really good. He, uh, he gets good heat that way, which is great. Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Randy Orton taking on the Wyatt family. Uh, faces pick up the win after Luke Harper takes an RKO and a spear. And uh, after the match, Reigns gets on the mic and tells Bray, this ends inside Hell in a Cell. So we're getting two cell matches. Yes. Which is what me and Warren thought on our previous recording, I believe, that they were going to do this. Because we kind of thought they shouldn't because it would be overshadowed by the other one, but they seem to always do kind of a big Hell in a Cell and then a not as big Hell in a Cell. Yeah, and we talked about how we think this might be more of a, a gimmick Hell in a Cell, using the cell more... Uh, using weapons, you know, more high spots. Right. Whereas the other one's just going to be a beat down. Inside the cage. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I definitely think that I'm going into it a little more excited for Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt to see what they can do just because they're younger, a little more agile. Brock and Undertaker, it's going to be a fight in a cage. Like, there's somebody's going to be hanging off the cage bleeding or something. Well, uh, and it's it's time for Reigns. Like he's got to start grabbing this. Kay. You know what I mean? Like this is Roman Reigns where said we turn he's going to end the feud on this promo here. He's like, we're ending the feud at Hell in a Cell. I want Roman Reigns to get a definitive win as the babyface and go on to something bigger. Mm-hmm. Because Wyatt's been going on for a really long time. It's been good in the sense that if he didn't have Wyatt, they would probably be trying to work him into that main event picture still. Sure. Yeah. Right. So this worked well. I think. As time went on, fans are now coming around to Roman more. That's the thing is they haven't put so much on his plate, and it's been an awful long time since he's had anything other than a good match, a good solid yeah, match. True. Yep. Like I don't think Reigns and like even his promos have gone leaps better. Mm. Like they're letting him talk with the the Susan J. Komen thing now. Yeah, 
And he didn't last year. That was just Cena last year, right? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's huge for him that the company is like... Might have been Daniel Bryan, I guess, if he was around. No, he's probably hurt that. No, he's hurt. Yeah. So, he was just Cena hurt. probably, because yeah. that's just what he does. So, yeah. that's huge that the company's like, hey, you're the second biggest baby face. Yeah. Uh, he, I still think that he's got a way, like a little bit to go. Like, there's something missing, and I don't know what it is. But... He's just not John Cena, is the problem. True. Like, yeah. And I think that... Sometimes we are all kind of looking for the next John Cena, and sometimes there just isn't one yet. Like yeah. when Austin left, John Cena was not John Cena yet. Exactly. Right? Like, like there's, it takes time. Yeah. I think that like if he gets a title strap for Roman Reigns, like just give him something before he goes and elevates himself more. He's had the tag strap once. Give him the Intercontinental or the U.S. title, and then elevate him to the main, the, the big picture. Do we do we want Roman Reigns to slide into the kind of so the, yeah, Cena you know role? What? Is uh, that, is if he was the one to do it, I wouldn't complain. No, me neither. Yeah, he's, and he's then you can kind consistent. of have Ambrose kind of take that Roman Reigns spot and just kind of plug, keep going, sort of thing. I mean, I would love All to right. say it should be Cesaro or it should be Dolph yeah. Ziggler just because that would be fun, but I'd get tired of that after a couple of weeks just because he's not gonna pull my attention like those exactly. other guys do. He doesn't. You don't have that. You don't feel that electricity about them. You know they're going to go out and possibly steal the show in the ring, but whenever they come out with a mic, I'm just like, ah, it's Dolphin. Yeah. And part of that's on booking. Like, it's not all their fault. True. But at least Roman, I'm like, I've seen you in my main event programs right. leading up to WrestleMania, WrestleMania, and I was fine with it. Yeah. Like, way better than most of the crowd True. was. And it's it's still kind of fresh, too, right? Like, you haven't seen him do that much yet. He's still relatively new as right. far as wrestling. There's goes, a lot of guys so. on the top of the card he could face, and it'd be interesting because yep. he's only faced a couple. Uh, Shaman, uh, Shaman, Shaman, Sheamus defeats Neville in uh, the Daniel Bryan eight-second job match. Mm-hmm. Wade Barrett, who was on commentary, distracts Neville, um, and Sheamus hits a broke kick and pins him. Prior to the match, Sheamus cuts a promo and insults Boston and its Irish roots. I liked that promo. I thought it was good. He's like, if you guys wanted to make your logo an Irishman. You should have made it me. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was cute. It was good. Boston. It was. It was. It was well put together. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's so good cheap home to, or like the town we're in, good heat to get. We're clearly going back to Wade Barrett and Neville. Is that? That seems to be it. Seems to be the plan. Yeah. Part of me, like the way that Wade that Barrett reacted to him losing, how he kind of shook his head and was like disappointed. Part of me wonders if they are kind of trying to get towards a tag team or something. Well, like, yeah, I don't that, know. that would be that great. Was just the way he I'm looked at it, or? totally on board with them as even a tag when he team. was like, "Oh, we're, we're, no, I'm, we're, this, we're, we're good. Just another Englishman or whatever, yeah. right?" And I was like, "Oh, that'd be so cool because we want that UK faction so bad." But I would even just settle for that tag team. Well, because even at the start of this match, when Sheamus was saying whatever you're saying, and Neville attacks him, and before the bell kind of rings, he runs at him and hits the flying knee. You had Barrett on commentary going, ah, what's he doing? Like, he shouldn't, it's got to be a fair fight. And then he said, I got to go have a talk with this guy. So I don't know. I, maybe I'm looking too far into it, but it kind of seemed like they were doing like a Wade Barrett needs to mentor this young fellow. I, I would, I would love nothing more to the, than to see these two ta- team up, even if that's as far as it goes. If it's just these two, it's not bringing in all those other British yeah, people exactly. we love. Totally. Um, and then it gives them both something to do in the card there, where it's like, okay, put another good, decent tag team in the division, and like, have it's run better, through a couple and teams. Yeah, and it's so much better than being like, what the fuck are they doing with Wade well, Barrett? And they got the UK tour coming up, so that'd be big. They would be quite over, I think. The I two mean, of them together. Now that you say that, though, that also is a pretty good reason for them to just be feuding again against each other. Yeah. yeah. Could Who be. knows? I think their styles really. 
would mesh well in a oh yeah team high mode. flyer and kind of a, a, a breaker yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking okay. of striker corporate Kane nope <laughs> Matt striker okay who has been doing commentary for the uh, underground no I'm uh, sorry uh, who has been doing commentary for the large chunk of uh, pay-per-views I've been going through on my own mm-hmm. I don't think he's nearly as bad as everyone else says he is I think he's kind of hilarious I think he's a good commentator I think when he was in WWE they like kind of limited some of the things he could say that's because and God love him but Jerry Lawler was too fucking stupid to like have any chemistry with him. Yeah, like, it was very true. much the Matt Striker in the IQ of each man. One guy wants to make potty and like pun jokes. Yeah, and Matt Striker will make a joke that's like intellectual. Where you're like, oh, that was pretty funny. And he's Matt Striker was always trying to rationalize wrestling in a way where I could would always nod my head and be like, that was a fucking solid effort at trying to rationalize wrestling. Like, yeah, where he'd be like, well, the heel's running away because of, like he's yeah, trying to guard his injured elbow or some shit, and you'd be like, oh, okay, that makes sense at least how you're. Portraying yeah. the striker. Yeah, there was just a way that when he came on, because they were just running through these commentators trying to put something together. And when he came on, I was like, this is, this, and part of it was like, I'm like, oh God, I'm in the striker episodes yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, yeah. heard some stuff about striker. Uh, I was like, I kind of like this dude quite a bit. Right. And well, I hey. think it would have been way better if it was just him and Cole or Cole and Lawler, yeah. but not the three of them because I don't think him and Lawler got along at all. Well, was they this did. the start of the three man booth? Yes. This is pre ECW, right? No. No, this well is post, after. well after ECW. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Right. They had him on Smack. Yeah, okay. Right. This was, uh, so they just actually dropped him for a pay per view and brought Booker T in for the first time. Oh, yeah, and that's not much better. <laughs> no, I think it's significantly worse. <laughs> he was really bad then. Now he's like, it's it's okay, yeah. it's Booker T, and he says dumb he's things. He's going yeah. off the rails but, on yeah, these Yeah, back just, then, that's when he's like, wait a minute. The yeah. table didn't break. Like, wait inter- a minute. Interrupting himself, like, oh, here we go. I'm, are you ex- I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Booker T. He's a good man, not a good commentator. So no. You should get her to aisle two, sucker. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of... ECW and its former champions. Was Kane a former champion? Yes, sir. Yeah. That's true. He was. Good call. Corporate Kane's in the ring. Corporate Kane wasn't <laughs> was a never, champion. No, he was <laughs> never a champion. Uh, he's in the ring for a promo. He talks about this other seven-foot monster that has been chasing Seth Rollins. He's still doing the cheese, <laughs> and I'm still loving <laughs> Me it. Me too. They're selling that mug now. Are they? Are shop? Yeah, it's, it's, it went up, I think, yesterday That's or today. brilliant. And it was like, oh, man. I'm moving. I threw out some mugs. Yeah. Maybe I'll buy this. And, it's like, <laughs> and then Vic's like, really? You're going to buy the world's best like director of operations? Yeah. pretty funny it mug to be. have. It would be. I love coffee mugs. I might have to buy that mug because I'm a bit of a connoisseur of coffee mugs. Thing, I, don't, I don't drink warm liquids unless I'm sick. Don't worry. Warren, so when we move in together, there I'm going to have plenty of coffee mugs You'll for have us. my back. Yeah. Who's moving in together? Uh, in theory. Oh, in theory? Essentially, at some yeah. point, that That'd might cool. happen. Okay. Um, Kane mentions how Lesnar incapacitated Big Show and suggests that he replace the Giant as Rollins' partner tonight. Rollins comes out, doesn't like that idea. They argue. Stephanie comes out. She books Rollins against the Demon Kane Mm. at Hell in a Cell and says if the Demon Kane loses, then Corporate Kane is fired as Director of Operations. And then she says, as for tonight, Kane can team with Rollins if he wants. An interesting wrinkle. That's all right. To a match that I'm not totally against because I feel like the program will end after it. 
And I, as much as I have been liking the Kane corporate cheesy guy, I don't need to see it for more than a month. So. No, me neither. I That's... don't even want to see it to Hell in a Cell. Like I'm like, man, I wish Hell in a Cell was this weekend. Yeah. Oh, really? I don't, yeah, I'm already sick of it, sadly. I'm all right with it. Uh, me too. He still makes me laugh when he does his right. evil talking. But Every I really time. Like, yeah, yeah, every it, time. It I like me. the polar opposite. And, like, good job on Kane, like, for being yeah. the, that performer. But I just... I just don't buy it enough to be like this is the main angle for the world championship. That's the that is the thing. I don't is buy that- it in 2015. This I'm not the real Kane. If it was 2005 or prior, I'd probably buy that. I it like is kind of sticky for the main title. I like a little supernatural but- in my wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I always have. I'm not. I've never been the kind of guy where I was like, I wish it was more like a real. But sport. is that is that. Is that nostalgia because they did it so much in no, the 90s? No, because I am. I love that Bray Wyatt is carrying it on. That's Because I was kind of okay. worried that eventually it would get to the point where it would was be like... there be no characters where it would like, be like that? Yeah, it's just going to be people with their real names right. eventually. And I'm like, so that's why I'm that, kind of excited that this kind of stuff is still around. That being said, I do think that they should start calling instead... They never should have done Corporate Kane. It should have been Glenn Jacobs. <laughs> yeah. That would have been tremendous. Oh, but I love, Glenn Jacobs and Kane. But like, I loved the character of Corporate Kane... And like the guy who wrestled in slacks, and I'll get on this when we get that match happens because I think it's gone too far now. Okay, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> Natalia taking on Paige, and Natalia picks up a win, and she didn't um, even get a TV entrance. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, well, that's based on what's happened the past two weeks. I wasn't too surprised. I know, by that. I, yeah, but generally terrible. But I'd say not believing she won. it was yeah. on you. <laughs> like, that's... there's one of those things where when like they don't get a TV entrance, it's always like. Oh, and they're facing Zack Ryder, who's already in the ring or something yeah, like that. that's true. Like, it's always like the local talent or the jobber who you never saw get the entrance. So it was funny when it was like, oh, Paige, who's she facing? Oh, Natty, and she's already in the ring? Well, yeah. I've got a good idea how this is going to go. But you didn't. They swerved no, yeah, you. they did, I guess. Uh, she, yeah, she hits the sharpshooter and picks up the win. Yeah, good for her. It was an okay match. Yeah, it was pretty decent. They got a good four or five minutes to roll around yep. out there. Uh, okay, next we get a video package about Ryback. This is fucking weird. Followed yeah. by a backstage pre-taped promo in front of like from a red, Ryback. In front of like a red curtain. Where he says he's inching closer to getting his Intercontinental Championship back. That was so weird. This, I was this like, is very weird. I was sitting there and I was like, they've never done this before. Like, I, I Part of me wondered if they like accidentally aired the promo at the wrong spot or yeah. something. Like, I, I didn't... You the transition was fucked. As a as a like a pop out promo in the when box, he's coming to the a ring box or promo, something. right? Or yeah, during the IC match with yeah. with Owens during one then, of their or, entrances. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed a very weird thing to do a video package and then a promo. But anyways, and then are they not just be in the match immediately after? Yeah, right. That was the weird thing when I was like, okay, we're getting Kevin Owens Ryback again on Raw, and then it was like, nope. Kevin Owens and Cara, and I was like, what? Are they just trying to get Ryback over with this? That Ryback yeah. is over that's, is the that's problem. That's what I wonder. I yeah. think the problem is the fact that Ryback is over, so they're treating him like a talent at that level. Which, yeah. Which I'm like, I you can't. You don't need to. I can't. Well, I can't blame him, or I can't blame them, because he is yeah. over. The crowd loves him. But he kind of got over in his own way, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't and like, like booking him like as a very star. like With it being a pre-tape promo... It was like, okay, Ryback, you can't fuck up on talking at all. We're going to just air this good clip of you talking for 10 seconds. Yeah, maybe that's it. Because my note is like, oh, it's a pre-tape promo about Owens. And it was just like, it felt very like, okay, we're going to get you to, like, it felt more like a practice promo. Maybe they heard us talking about how when he does the interview with Renee, he looks off into the distance. Yep. So this way he can look 
just behind the camera and read his promo, but it still looks like he's at yeah, least looking he's at, at the camera. Yeah, he's at least looking head on, but I Maybe agree that's that just it, it felt like a box promo. One day, uh, one day when he's looking off into the distance like that, the camera should just like... Sidestep over so he's looking right in the camera. Or maybe they like pan, <laughs> pan over and there's just like a table of food there, and yeah. that's why because he's always hungry. That's he's true. just staring. You at know this what? Food it would be time. really funny if when he's like, we're like, he's reading something to the side. He's actually just staring at catering or some shit. Yeah, or that book that he used. Yeah, to, to turn his life around. The secret or whatever. Yeah. I, it's weird because ever since Ryback started doing it, I've been noticing more and more wrestlers doing it, and I was like, is that something they it's fucking teach? It must be. Anyways, it looks stupid. Uh, Kevin Owens squashes Sin Cara uh, in a pretty quick match. He hits Why a pop-up powerbomb. Yeah, it's just a match for him yeah, to win. Yeah, just a match to have a quickly, match, right? Yeah. Uh, he, he was. I love Owens and just the little things with this guy. He nails everything. Like when right at the end, right before he did the pop-up powerbomb, he goes, that was a nice try, though, and throws him and powerbombs him and pins him. Like, it's just in the ring, his little talks and everything is just great. There was one where he, he's interacting with fans who are on the side of the camera. And they're like two, and he's like, "That was one," like yeah. just like shit like that, where it's like it's great. Yeah. Um, the one thing I, if I'm gonna nitpick, that I want him to watch is the fact that he comes off as a goofball, which is totally fine Owens? if he, yeah, if he wants to be a goofball. I just wish the WWE would stop pushing him as like I'm a prize fighter. Yeah, I'm a super tough, like Pick no one. nonsense guy. But then as soon as I get in the ring, That's it's true. like. Uh, talking to the rival. That was one. That was one too. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that I wish you were one or the other because I really like both. I That's just fair. wish you weren't. Yeah, you're good at both, but when you have both, it's a weird contrast. Because right. I love when you walk out to the ring and be like, wow, this guy's tough as nails. Yeah, He's a badass. All, all he does and is everything. shake his head a little bit. Right. And like stre- stretch an arm. Hmm. Uh, after the bell, he goes for the apron, apron power bomb on Kalisto, uh, but Ryback runs out and Owens runs away through the crowd. So probably going to see that one at Hell in a Cell as well. Which is not too surprising. Yeah. This is probably do a rematch. One more, and then that That's sh- got, that should, that, be, that it, should be done after that. Uh, backstage, Stephanie's on her phone when the New Day clap their way in, saying Steph, a uh, knee, which instantly, as soon as they did it once, I was laughing already. <laughs> uh, she sells that she doesn't like any of this, even though she danced with. She's them so two mad at this episode. Yeah, like, she's she angry at v- everything. Very bitchy. Uh, she informs them they Must will be defend. Time of the month. Oh Jesus! I was gonna make You're that joke, and then I was like, "That's not even." You're needed. like, "No, I'm not, not gonna go there. I'll go there, but don't worry." Scotty takes it. Uh, they're gonna defend their tag team championships once again against the Dudley Boys at Hell in a Cell, uh, and she says, "So Xavier like is about to get the trombone going, and she's not even looking, and without looking, she says if she hears one note from Xavier Woods." Uh, she will take them to a place that makes Suplex City look like Disney World. Oh. So, there you go. She's not a fan yeah, of the New Day this week. grumpy. Yeah, she's really grumpy. Shame. But she does it well. She does do grumpy well. She plays a good bitch. And I think that's, uh, we always say, the best wrestling characters are an extension of one's It's your so, real-life personality turned up a bit. That's what that means. Uh, this is where we get the John Cena-Roman Reigns Breast Cancer Awareness Month. They had the, the survivors in the ring and... Like you say, Cena and uh, and Reigns, and that was the biggest thing was that they gave Reigns kind of Reigns. That's cool for him. half the spotlight here. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, did you guys see CM Punk going off on this stuff? Yep. No. He was uh, going on about how uh, Susan G. Coleman uh, was not in the business of breast cancer research. It was they're, all a scam, and their mm. CEO makes a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Um, and they don't. There are a lot better 
I'm not going to shit on them because they, they portray awareness or whatnot. Sure. But they don't do much for the actual research part and coming up with a cure or whatnot. They're more like, hey, we find a couple survivors and we use them as spokespersons and whatnot. They're, uh, they're really not that great of a company. But I, I'm not going to shit on breast cancer or anything like that. Oh, of course, yeah. No. Cancer is one of the worst things in the world, and it affects a lot of people around the world, regardless of they're famous or not. But, yeah, Susan G. Komen isn't very good of a company. And it's always been known for any cause that there are a lot awareness of campaigns and there are, like, find-a-cure campaigns. Right. And I always knew Susan G. Komen was more in the business of awareness well, because they never say, if you want to donate, here's a link, right? It's always just, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Right. And, p- and portions of these shirts go towards Susan J. Komen. But it doesn't so, say it goes towards what research. Is, yeah, or, what is Susan G. Komen doing yeah. with this money that they're making? Speaking no. of the shirts, I get that it's the month, but heels should not be wearing like, these ro- Yeah, like Seth Rollins think, should not be wearing yes. the Rise Above Cancer shirt when, yeah. it's, when it looks like a Cena shirt. If he had a black with the pink... Seth Rollins, remember a okay. couple years ago yeah. when they did everyone yeah. had their own pink shirts? That would be fine, but with these ones, it really looks like the the heels look awkward in it. I, I actually had no problem with it, just because I think the company has gone like to a place now where... It kind of supersedes I mean, it, sort of for, thing. Especially from you two, who more so than me are um, fine with them breaking kayfabe a little more often than I am. So for for them to be like, well, come on, we both know I'm in a, I'm a character, I'm going to support breast cancer awareness i'm like all right i like if i'm gonna get on you for anything it's certainly not gonna be that but I, I i get what you mean like yeah there was a time where there's no chance i there was a time where people sure. would totally. heels would be screaming at the fans i hope you get breast cancer yes. yeah yeah exactly. it's not like anyone's like it's not like rollins is coming out and he's like oh and then i'm gonna put extra radiation on the front row yeah yeah or anything like that yeah those shirts did not sell well though the previous years when everyone got their pink shirts so that's why they're just doing yeah. The that's one. why right. that there's oh, just that the sense. one this year because like when you go to the clearance section and they'd be like half price all year. A lot of them were like, "Hey, well, the RVD pink one is still for sale, guys." That's because your audience is primarily male, so they're not going to walk around wearing pink shirts all the time. So I was wearing my pink Ziggler shirt yesterday. I actually like that's pink true. shirts. I mean, so do I, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yeah. buy a whole bunch right. of them. Yeah, I'm gonna no, have you're a not gonna go out of your way shirt or maybe two pink shirts that I will wear from time to time. I'm not going to have a closet full of them. I like but. bright colors and very flamboyant. Oh, also, if you wanted to buy a shirt and help it go towards actual research, go buy the Moose shirt on... Uh, I saw you tweeting about that. ...on Pro Wrestling Tees. His mom recently got diagnosed with uh, breast cancer, so part of that money goes to helping pay her medical bills as well as, like, cancer research, actually. We like Moose on this yeah, show, Yeah, Moose is good. Moose with is great. Brando's got his antlers on. Yeah, yeah throw them up. Love them. Throw them up. Okay, Seth Rollins and Kane taking on the Dudley Boys... During the match, Rollins handcuffs Kane to the ring post uh, and then tosses Devon into Kane, which breaks the handcuffs. That's very flimsy. Hand. Where did he get the handcuffs, handcuffs from, though? Uh, like, he just pulled them out of yeah. sex. Just pulled I mean, them out of nowhere. William Regal used to walk around with brass knuckles in his tights all the time, so True, but you like, could hide some handcuffs in some pants easily. Especially it's up just your funny butthole. how all of a sudden Seth Rollins just had them. And I was like, if, if yeah. you would have, like... I don't know. I just feel like if he would have like brought them to the ring or portrayed it, if you go anywhere, I'm gonna. That's true. He could have. So he could have done something. It felt like he was out of nowhere. Where he just pulled them out all of yeah. a sudden. Um, do do breaks the yeah. Okay, we break the handcuffs. Uh, medical personnel lead Kane to the back, which forces Rollins to fight two on one. The Dudleys overwhelm him. Uh, go for a table, 
with the match still going on, they just go to grab a table. Mm, that's illegal. Rollins recovers. Baseball slides into the table, thus hitting the Dudley boys because they're holding it, so it hits them. Mm-hmm. DQ finish. And Rollins gets DQ'd. Can't do an offensive maneuver using it's, a table. It's self-defense, ref. Come on. Can't do that. You know what? I wouldn't call a DQ on this because it's not like a malicious chair shot or anything. They tried to bring it in. He was like, nah, you're not doing that. They take a small bump. I'd be like, nope, match continues. If you throw a Dudley's, guy you're on thin ice. into the steps, that's, that's not, not a, a DQ. DQ. If you throw him into the announce table or the barricade, that's not a DQ. You, Maybe you, those have been established as things that you can't use. Maybe. What about RVD? Whenever he like Van Daminated a guy who with his own chair, did he get DQ'd? Yeah. Wait, he did that in matches? Yeah, totally. A guy would bring in a chair and he'd hit him in the face with it. I, I just don't, don't think remember they if he ever did it. Because the guy hitting himself with it, because he's holding it and right. RVD's just kicking it. Just the momentum is pushing yeah. it, I guess. I don't know. Which in theory is the exact same thing. True. So he shouldn't have been DQ'd. I think the reason rule. this bothered me so much is because Seth Rollins loses all the fucking time. So yeah. can we Why? not just give him one <laughs> win via DQ somewhere? Right. No. Anyways, uh, as Rollins goes to leave after the match, the demon, Kane, emerges. Uh, Rollins charges at him. Kane quickly takes control, tosses him into the ring. Uh, Dudley's get revenge from SmackDown last week and deliver a 3D to Kane, which I don't know what the fuck happened, (laughs) but the announcers are really getting, us revenge from SmackDown is what that is. Guys, you gotta watch SmackDown. They didn't tell us what happened or show a video. They didn't say that Kane chokeslammed them at least? That Not that I heard, but I they could have. I just heard them going, uh, it's, 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 what, remember what happened on SmackDown, guys? Like, no, you think at no. that point you'd show a clip? I mean, how hard would it be? Just Or even at the end of it. When they do their 10 recaps of things that happen, why can't they throw that in there? But anyways. Um, mm-hmm, they, then the Dudley boys leave. Rollins prepares to do the same. And then he goes back in the ring, stands over, uh, or he sets up the table, stands over Kane. Kane grabs his throat. Rollins gets out, goes to the top rope. Kane catches him by the throat again, and choke slams him through the table. Hey, there you go. So this, this is, is going to be in terms be... of like telegraphing stuff. And I mean, wrestling is a lot of telegraphing stuff. But it was like, Seth, don't go up there. It's an inevitability. What? Oh, you got caught. As soon as that table came out, you knew Rollins was going through it, and Kane was going to put him through it. Like, you knew almost instantly that that's what was going to happen. So. Yeah, wasn't really a surprise. They could have just had Kane come out and do it, and that would have been okay. I didn't feel the need for the, oh, he's free. Oh, yeah, no, he's back in there again. Oh, there it is. Like, just do it. Right. Everyone's waiting for it. Just do it anyways. All right, what's next? Uh, earlier, okay, you want to talk about this, Scotty? Because you apparently love this. So. Oh, I don't know. I just, like, if you're going to put all the investment into having <laughs> these three teams... I think it looks cool when, oh, who's this coming to the arena? And I think this is cool when you do it with your world champion, Vince McMahon, yep. any special guest. If it was Stone Cold's going to be on Raw, and then halfway through it, Raw, you saw this big truck pull up, and he got this out. This wasn't even halfway through Raw. This was like halfway through Raw saying it happened before Raw started. True. It was oh, like yeah. earlier today. Shit. Okay, I, I still, was like, what a weird thing yeah, to take I still time like, to film. I still like these moments or whatever, but I thought it was cool just how they had their individual cars, and I like that. Sasha Banks is from Boston. Nikki has her Yankees hat on that she has on all the time. Boston. And she goes, do you know what city we're in? And just throws her fucking hat. Yeah. I'm like, great A move. That was sick. Like That was something someone from Boston would do. Yeah. yeah. They, oh, they would throw they a Yankees hat. Like the sure. Yankees in Boston. As I understand it. Yes. I hear that is a famous well, rivalry. A a, yeah. There's a bit of a tiff there. Uh, so they're going to have a match. Before the match starts, Nikki Bella takes some shots at said Boston Red Sox and says, 
the New York Yankees will win the series with the World Series this year. We're going all the way. Which, having watched this yesterday, meaning Wednesday. Yeah, this was probably this great was for you. This was pretty funny eh? where I'm like, you dumb bitch. It's truly the Toronto Blue Jays that reign supreme <laughs> in the AL East. And now we're going to be the dumb people. That, oh, well, in the AL East. Okay. Good. Which was funny was, when she, as soon as she said that, because I had looked up like, yo, the Dodgers are in. I'm wearing my Dodgers hat all the time or whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't even recall seeing, I saw the Mets were in for sure. I didn't know the Yankees were in the wild card. I thought the Astros had that spot already. So I was like, Nikki, you just said a team that's not in playoffs. I kind of had to double check too and go back. Okay, when was that game? Okay, it was that. Yeah. I thought for a split second, I'm like, oh god, so is were, she sounding they dumb? They were in the match for the chance of the wild card, and that's a best of one. Yes. Yeah. Okay, and they, and they lost, lost that. that. Yes. Okay. To the, the Astros. Nikki Bella, why are you talking? Well, you, it, at least it had there not was a chance yet. at yeah. that point for yeah. them to win <laughs> right. the World Series. Uh, and then they had to go back and forth with BAD Boston saying that she... stuff and yeah. New York stuff. Yes. Uh, Team BAD defeats Team Bella when Sasha Banks gets Alicia Fox to tap out to the bank statement. This was an okay match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of forgot that I was that Sasha was from Boston until about halfway through this match. Even after watching her throw the hat and stuff, it didn't really click that... I was like, oh yeah, she's from Boston. Boston. She's a hometown Like kid. a boss. Um, oh yeah, I put the boss in Boston. That was or whatever, actually yeah. a really good line too. The one thing that I didn't really like. Okay, the, the more we see these teams Tear them apart, continuing, uh, you see Sasha get over, and I, yeah, sure, it's her hometown, but she gets over like this in most. Oh, there's places. always a we want Sasha, Chan. right? And I think that's the problem with these teams in that. When she's not in the ring, they sit there and sit on their hands and don't give a fuck. And then and like, when she's in there, pretty good, they go nuts. But the other two people are not benefiting in anything at all. At the same time, I think if you separated them, then those two that they didn't give a shit about would either die off or go into their own matches against the other people that they didn't give a shit about, and the crowd just wouldn't give a shit about that whole match. True. Maybe their thinking is, well, at least there is something in this match that they like. Also, yeah. BAD was pretty babyface here. Yeah, like, which is, I mean, it's always tough to tell if they're flipping them for good or if it's just like, okay, we, we want to do these two teams today and we are in the business of making every match Well, and it could have just been because they were in Boston too, right? Could they be. knew they were going to get this reaction for Sasha, so... Might as well play it up. It makes sense for them, exactly, to do that with Nikki, but... All right. Up next, uh, we have... Just, I fucking hate this program right now. Summer Rae invites Rusev to the ring. Hmm. There's a video package about how much uh, he means to her. She calls him Ruru a whole bunch in this, which is... Is this the video or we, the segment? This is all in one, baby. Okay, I really liked the video. I thought it was funny it just was, because it was Rusev. Right, but at the same point, I just hate that they're putting him in these situations. Right, and maybe the thing yeah. that I loved about this was that it was Rusev, Rusev. in this situation. I, I have that moment like, you as well, be you Brando. But I have the same moment with you as well, where I'm like, oh, really? Um, the, my one bartender friend, it, the guy I do L- Let's Plays with, uh, is a big Rusev guy. And before we did recording yesterday, I had to be like, check this out from Raw. And he, as he's watching, he's like, is this supposed to be funny or... Yes. And like, there's mo. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be funny. Like when they show Summer Rae putting Lana in the camel clutch and like with the nice music, the music or whatever, yeah. it's so funny. And every time Rusev smiles, I laugh. It's true. Yeah, and yeah. he smiles like he's, he's actually dumb, in goofy, love. Yeah. yeah. But like this moment has a lot of deadpan moments where you're like, ugh. And like even Michael Cole's like, well, there was a raw moment or whatever. 
Uh, Rusev says, when this all started, he didn't like Summer Rae that much, but now he can't imagine caring for anyone more than her. She is thrilled and says uh, she has something to ask him, gets down on one knee and proposes. Rusev kind of like pauses for a second and then finally says yes. Summer Rae celebrates, but then Rusev go- says he's but- not accepting this just yet because he wants to win WWE gold first, and then they walk out. That was the segment. They My question is, why was this an entire fucking segment? And why, why was it like 15 minutes long? 15 minutes worth of raw television on this fucking segment. This could have been done in three minutes backstage. Same thing. Little TV screen, show the video, drop on one knee, propose, bada bing, we're out. I had this, A whole fucking segment. I had this moment during this segment <sighs> where I was like, I wonder if the ratings for this segment are big. And that's why they're always in the ring. God, I hope so. Because if they're doing this and they're not big, fuck them. Fuck well, them and, so hard. And that's why I think maybe they're getting good ratings on this segment. Because I was like, they're always in the ring. And they put a lot of production value into this feud. Which makes me think either they're pushing it super hard for no reason. Because I think it's a money feud. But I kind of don't even think they're doing that. Because they're, the people involved keep getting hurt or having to go shoot movies exactly. and whatever. <laughs> yeah. So it's like maybe people are just like tuning. Like when they see this shit going on, people are like, oh, yeah, I'm people are genuinely this. invested in. I am not one of those people, square. I will tell you. But no. John Cena comes out. Uh, he gets a pretty decent reaction. Still got uh, there's some John Cena no. sucks in there, but uh, I mean it's this Boston. Is gonna, this so. is going to be his best place in Bastin, the world. So. I mean, uh, almost immediately, that like literally, he didn't cut a promo at all. Yep. He just came out and said Boston's play. He was very gangster again. Like he has these random days where he'll show up on Raw and he'll go back into his gangster speak. And I don't know if that's just because he's at home, maybe. And that's it. But he was very like. All Boston, the place to be. Like, like, yeah. Anytime he's really aggressive, too, yeah, he comes yeah. off as like kind of like uh, the chain gang era. Exactly. Cena. It's the best John Cena. Well, true, <laughs> but it's just weird that he just does it at random. I for bet no you. Reason. I bet you. If John Cena, if the wrestling John Cena of today was there when he was chain gang John Cena, he would have had a lot more fans a lot longer. That's a good point. Yeah. But took him too long to learn how to wrestle. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah, he almost immediately starts the United States Champion uh, Open Challenge. Good. Ziggler's music hits. Okay. So I think, oh, okay, this is going to be a good match because mm-hmm. these two can go. And it goes on for a while. Uh, it takes Yeah, it takes quite a while for him to come out. And instead, the New Day come out with an unconscious Ziggler. No, no. And uh, they say they took Cena's advice to heart last week about getting serious. And they go on this whole thing about how this is a big match uh, for a big title on a big night, on a big TV show, on a big pro, like on the this big audience. Anyways, it was all a big thing to do the, the big reveal in three, two, one, which made me laugh. And then it's Big E uh, taking that the challenge. That would have been funnier if it was Kofi. Yes, it would have. Or Xavier <laughs> again. Yeah, uh, it's Xavier, but no. Uh, this was an alright match too. I thought yeah. Big E was weird. It, it, okay, so the match starts. Cena hits a shoulder block, and we go to commercial. Weird. Like, this was really weird. And then we come back from commercial, and we missed a huge belly-to-belly and the Big E spear to the outside spot. Yeah. So I don't know if their timing was off. Probably. Because the Cena short promo, too. Like, whether... Something seemed fucked here. Where I'm like, why are right. you giving doing all these huge spots during they have, a commercial? They have very little leeway in their commercial breaks. Yeah. So I assume that timing got fucked up somewhere, and then they were just in a struggle to get it back on track, and they couldn't really. Which sucks. Do you think Rusev was... Summer Ray went long? I don't have any reason to think that. No. Okay. No. 
But if know. you want to blame it something on them, you go, let's do that. I'm Man, fine with they it. Went long. <laughs> the Cena couldn't even get yeah. a promo in. Uh, yeah, but I th- it just kind of sucked. It kind of it didn't kill it by right. any means. But I was super hot for this match, and then we do a shoulder block, and I'm like, especially because didn't like fuck? Big E like drop Cena on his dome or something during yeah, that spot? That, like that it was like a cringe was, spot. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, whatever. They at least showed them. Yeah, that was nice of them. Um. Finish comes when Cena goes for the attitude adjustment. New Day help him uh, help Biggie avoid it, and then Charles Robinson throws them out from uh, ringside. Biggie tries to hit Cena with the trombone. He dodges it, drops him with the AA for the pin. Uh, New Day immediately attacks Cena after the bell until Ziggler comes out. He's limping, whatever. Uh, and as they fight off the New Day, Ziggler accidentally super kicks John Cena, mm-hmm. which was interesting. Dudley boys then come out to clear out the New Day, but they uh, uh, manage to overwhelm them as well. Leave all four men laying in the ring. New Day celebrates on the ramp as the show goes off the air. What a weird finish to the show. This was super interesting because the announcers were really trying to get over the New Day. Like, and they, how they were like, no nonsense. And, and they were saying, look at the, the, the people in the ring and all these names. Yeah, and like these that. guys have taken them out. And I thought this it was, was crazy major... to see New Day have John Cena... The Dudley Boys and Dolph Ziggler laying there, and then that's what we're going off the air is. It's kind of like when the Nexus were like when they would go off the air and Nexus would be reigning supreme or yeah. running havoc, and you're like, whoa, because like I don't think I would have guessed that as a finished draw of, yeah, who's the last three guys standing? New Day, right? What after going through the through, Dudley, and yeah, Cena, and yeah. Ziggler, and you're like, that's nuts in terms of like just veterans, totally. I guess. I agree. Uh, I yeah, thought, really thought, interesting to see where they're going with that. I thought it was kind of weird that. They do that, the the seriousness, and they're taking these guys out, and holy shit, and then they get to the ring and start doing their silly dances again. Mm. It would have been cool just to see them just for that, to just still kind of be pumped up and, like, breathing heavy like just, and, like... Just kind of, like, not to like, do be nation of domination, but just put up, like, one yeah, arm, or just, or just be like, mmm, like, or all put up each other's hands but you and just walk off. have them be kind of goofy, because that's how they got there, right? Yeah, so that's what got them there. It didn't so. hate it too much, but it was super interesting to see them... Get that nod, sort of thing. Yeah, right? the kind of all right. I boys, hope it's like for me personally. I hope it's short term because I like I love these guys. I love what they're doing. I love they finally carved a name for themselves. Yeah, I didn't want these guys to be my main event program, like at all. Mm. Like I agree, they're not like they're funny, but I don't think they're overly interesting on like a versus your biggest names kind of level. I'm already not as hot on yep. them as I was when they first started doing this. I'm still pretty hot on them. Yeah. This year, I'm like, whoa, are they like main event players? Because I thought that they were just going to own the tag division and be this, like, get super over with the internet crowd by being weird or being themselves. Yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot to bring this up. Kane wrestling in the t-shirt or the dress shirt and the tie. Oh, right. It's gone too far. I like the slacks. I was saying he wrestles in a pair of slacks. He's hit rock bottom. This has gone too far now. Yeah, not a fan. Yeah, just, he clearly like, hadn't hit rock bottom yet. No, uh, apparently not. I thought he had, but no. Um, there is one thing too. We were talking about the the MSG talking and how loud it was. There was a moment in this Cena uh, Big E match where Cena's down and they had Big E. I forget even what he was saying, but he was barking something at him. And they had the roaming cam outside the ring. Cena was right by the ropes. And they get right in on Cena oh, to show him with selling. the ref, and oh, then no, okay. and then the ref comes up, and you hear Cena go, 
Charles, yep. tell him that he's taking a back body drop to the outside, yep. and you see the ref go, go over, over to him, and, and Biggie slides back, bounces off the yeah. rope, and does a back body drop yeah, to the totally outside. Yeah, totally saw that. I actually oh, have really? that in my wow. notes. And that was just because they had the camera audio, like the roaming camera audio on because Big E was barking something at him, which I should remember what it is because right. it actually made sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, that was, it was just bad timing and, the, yeah. and it was clear as day. It's Charles, tell him that he's taking yeah, the back body drop Charles, to the outside. Yeah. That's like, so funny though. Just yeah. like call the ref by his name and it's not even like, Charlie, tell him this yeah. real quick. Charles, yeah. please yeah. let him know. Well, that. You want to be clear about it, right? Yeah. You don't want him to misinterpret it yeah. and tell right. Big E something and... But anyways, it was just really bad timing. Yeah, where... it was funny because it was like, what, did you just say that? And then you see it happening. You're like, totally yep, just said he, that. Yeah, definitely <laughs> said that. Okay, studs and duds, who you got? I got New Day as my studs. Okay. Just because I've never seen a Raw, or I wouldn't have guessed Raw to end with them standing on top, especially with those bodies. Duds, I got Rusev and Summer Rae. I just, I, I'm just. You don't was, have to explain yourself. Yeah. No, well, got I got no words. <laughs> we bashed that enough, I think. Uh, my stud was also New Day. Uh, for the same reason, like I said, I don't want them to be main event players for sure. like the foreseeable future. They are not who I want filling the Cena hole, but uh, this was a cool moment for them to take the flagship for show sure. off the air, taking down some of the big names in the industry. Uh, my dad was Neville. Ooh. Because coming Losing off really doing quickly. all the... Co- he's just been doing the start of stuff, and then he just got absolutely jobbed against Sheamus, and I think he's got a lot of talent, so hopefully he can figure that out. Good. Um, I'm the exact same as Scotty. Studs New Day, Dud is the Rusev and Lana segment. So. Hmm. It's good. Okay. Didn't like the video, eh? You didn't like the video. I, I liked it, but not enough. To no, br- I don't blame you. <laughs> like, maybe if there was something I could be like, wow, this guy shit the bed in his match. And like, Rusev, or not Rusev, Barrett Neville was super short, where I was like, what was even the point? Because I don't know where they're going with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What do you say, boys? Want to talk about NXT? Yeah. Sure. Take over. Respect. Okay. The first two matches, I did not very wa- watch very carefully. Um. But I can tell you who was in them. Okay. First match, Finn Balor and Smojo mm-hmm. defeated the Mechanics, Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. Uh, this is a Dusty Rhodes semifinal yes. tag match. It was okay. It wasn't anything spectacular, in my opinion. The next one seems significantly better. Yeah. To yeah. me, um, I don't know. You got anything on that match? I like the first match. Uh, I think that Dash and uh, Wilder are really good, or Dash and Dawson yep. mechanics. I think they're a really good team. I actually had them going really far in the bracket when the bracket was like the 16 teams. I was like, I see them in the finals, but they made it to what the semifinals? Yep. Yeah. So good. Good for them. They would have got a fifth, tied for a fifth. Uh, Samoa Joe looks like he lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that was just not seeing him for a while or. What it was, but I thought he looked really slim. He slimmed then. down a lot in his yeah. face and like his like midsection. Part of that makes me wonder if maybe they are close to bringing him up. Maybe because that would be a thing that they would probably make really, him. Well, the really thing that got Chris Hero released. True. Fat, he, the the fat fact, Chris yeah, the fact that he was being <laughs> chubby and didn't want to work out as much. Fat Cassius Ono. Um, Rusev also was looking really thin on Raw in his face. So I, I even wonder yeah, if if they're bit. like maybe they're just against fat people. Oh, I we're th- fucked. They, yeah, oof. they cut that easy guy. That. That's why they won't hire me, I guess. Mm. Um, Match number two. Baron Corbin yes. and Rhino defeated uh, Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. Gable was so over. Yeah. They were loving it. For, like, which Gable is for, weird. I know nothing about this guy. Jason Jordan had been in NXT for a while. I know Jason re- Jordan. Really yeah. good athlete, and they were just kind of waiting for like finding him the right pair. Mm. And 
like Gable for weeks had been like, he's just been trying to get Jason Jordan to say the catchphrase of like, ready, willing, and Gable. And he's like, I'm not going to say it. I'm never going to say it or whatever. Then they won a match on TV in the tournament and then he said it or whatever. But like the way that people were chanting for Gable, like were they doing the angle chant? Yeah, that was of, great. Like, Gable, that was fucking or, genius. Yeah. Like, it was all the you genius. sucks replaced with Gable. 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 And like they really do remind me of like Team Angle, of, totally of Benjamin the and Haas, world's greatest tag team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they really have well, that vibe to them. And uh, Gable's the white guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. The other guy kind of looks like a black Kurt Angle. Like to be totally yeah, honest with you, like he has the same sort of head and like bald and the head shape, but. I actually thought this was great match. Second best match of the night, in my opinion, outside of the main event. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I love like this. Well, I thought it was great. Mm. Uh, Rhino even looked great in this match. Not that he hasn't been that great in the ring, but I thought he was the he best that he has well done. Real well for an old guy. You know he stepped up his game a yeah. lot, knowing that he is competing with guys who are far better wrestlers. Than and he wants to be there road. too. Yeah, like he's had runs in every company. And not easy runs. Like, I went through ECW and yeah. did some crazy bumps, bumps. in WWE. Yeah. and Was in TLC was really matches. over at yeah. one point yeah. in, uh, in the Fed. Uh, went to TNA. Did some stuff there. Was in ROH for a good portion of time. You know he came from the Canadian Indies. Yeah. And, like, wrestled in Detroit and would go to the uh, But I think it was the best match I've seen Baron Corbin do. Uh, where he's yeah. not there. just doing a, that finish was where I just awesome. beat you in like ten yeah. seconds or whatever. That like sequence of moves in the last two two and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah. with the kind of it was like a black hole slam, but it also wasn't like I don't think I've ever seen anything like that before. Yeah. Where he kind of like flipped him while he was turning him and did the plan like fucking crazy. I mm, thought this match yeah. was great. That last, like you say, that last sequence was was brilliant. Yeah. And like I think that them as a tag team were cool because the way that they went on NXT TV was. Corbin beat Rhino when they brought Rhino in to face Corbin. And then instead of them having a rematch, Rhino backstage goes, whoa, that was really intense. We should do it again sometime. And then William Regal goes, well, what if you guys were a tag team for the upcoming tournament or whatever? Yeah. And they're like, okay. Sure. Sure. You clearly need to fill a spot. Um, so you but have, we'll go all the way to the finals. <laughs> you have the two kind of... Outsiders. Bigger teams, I guess, in the tournament. Like, the ones that you would kind of assume that would go went, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, in I would. Samoa Joe, the champion, and I, Rhino, he, and the I guy who they're kind the of The team pushing. that were the, in the final four all made sense. It was the only thing that where you're like, ooh, the Vaudevillains lost to the mechanics, or whatever, and they're the champs, so they weren't there. And, and where was Enzo and Cass? Were they not in the tournament? They were in. No, they, they were, were they in. Just, I don't know are, who they lost to, they though. They got bumped. Ah. Um, oh, they lost to Joe and uh, Balor. Yeah, it certainly wasn't. The final four were certainly not, if you were like, pick four teams associated with NXT, it was not those four teams because I would have had the champs in there, Well, obviously. that's the weird thing is that your champions got eliminated so early. So it yeah. Kind of, like, yeah, they got eliminated in like, the second or weird. third round. Yeah. But I think it was cool that the guys who they've brought in from outside companies at the time, like Rhino was working for other people doing indie dates, and then now he's doing just specifically NXT by the looks of it. And having Samoa Joe when Vic goes watching the finals and she goes, that's so cool that like it's not like tag team tag teams. It's kind of the pairings Yeah. of, hey, we're going to throw this guy and this guy. And it worked out really well. True. What was next? Uh, Asuka. Is yeah. that how you pronounce what that? What was next? Like, oh, next team. gotcha. Uh, I think they were saying Asuka. Yeah, Asuka. Asuka. There's a hidden U in there. Yeah. Um, defeated uh, Dana Brooke by submission. Which was a weird choice for an opponent. 
Like he, you, I, 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 I don't know the Divas. He's the only heel. He's the only heel girl in NXT right now. Emma. And Emma. Emma, yeah. I, I think that made a lot more sense because it seems like they're kind of trying to put, like they've been using this Dana chick on house shows, yeah. WWE house shows. Yeah, they're trying to get Dana over. I think that they're, like NXT has a lot of stake in Dana, not so much in Emma. Emma's there to help get That's Dana over. That's why I don't over. get why Dana was in this match, though, because she lost. So why, why like if you're pushing her, why do you have her lose in such a dominating they're gonna, fashion? They're going to have another big match. You Dana, think so? Dana, yeah, I guarantee that's going to okay. be on NXT TV two or three weeks from now. I thought Asuka was amazing. Yeah. What a babe. Like, I think. <laughs> okay, sure. I, I don't I, say that about any WWE about wrestling, wrestling skills, but. Great. Let's, let's she was there. everything that I thought she would be in J- Japanese or from watching her Jap- uh, Japan matches and Lefisto matches. Yeah. They name dropped her old tag team with Lefisto right at the beginning. Her gear is so colorful. I like the mask thing too. You like the like the Oni girl thing she's doing? How the doing? fuck does she keep that mask on her face? Yeah, magic. Like, like what's how, how you did, idiot? What? Like, is there tape on the inside? Because There's gotta be like maybe something for her to bite or something. Maybe, like, but it's so cool. Like how don't they, they have... usually sit on the girls' faces? I mean, they're masks, right? Yeah, but it like it didn't wrap around her head. Or I don't anything. think they ever do. They must no, be designed. Yeah, but like, like normally, like huh. traditional ones, they'll they'll like keep their head up. She walked down a ramp. No, she did. She remove it at the top of the ramp. Yeah, she did remove yeah. it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those masks are designed to sit okay. on your head like that. But I, th- it is magic. I'm probably. I don't know. It's I don't really think cool. I've seen those masks really before. Either, well, so. you should go to She's Japan. Got such a good like culture horror stuff. movie girl vibe. Like you would be a big deal in Japan. Know, let me tell I you. I know I would. That's why I'm gone. I don't want to <laughs> deal with that. You'd be uh, fucking like Hansen. a god, like a god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I thought she was really good. Her transitions into submissions are. That flying armbar she did was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, and her and finisher move is really cool, too. Yeah, where it's like uh, kind of like a body triangle with a rear naked choke almost, but not really. Yeah. Sure. It's it's different. Like it's That would be the actual submission thing yeah. that she's doing. She, they had a name for it, I think. The, the Oscar lock is, is what, what they called it. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, they're like, she calls it the Oscar lock. I'm like, in her first match, she's already calling it her name lock? All why right, not? whatever. They also explained why they... Which was kind of weird. They, they, they said, Asuka, her name is a nod to the wrestler whose name her, she got that from. But yeah, Lioness whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Cool to pay tribute or whatever. Yeah. You mark up for Funaki? I did. I did. Nice. I did also. I, I actually, and for a split second. Poison Fist of the Pacific Rim or whatever. I thought that uh, Hideo Itami was Misho, uh, I can't say his name right now. Mishu Takanata. Oh, you thought it was Takanata? The guy that was in the tag team where we choppy choppy your pee pee with yeah. Funaki. Ah, yes. That guy. He's, his hair is longer than the last time we've seen him. Anyways, it was not. And that might be racist of me Hideo. to think, but it was Hideo. Who's got to be close by now, no? He's, yeah, he's got to uh, be coming back I soon. I lose all concept of time when we I did know. this show. It's, it's like, true. Because it was like six months, wasn't it? Yeah. Was that six months ago? I don't know. It might have been three for all I know. Well, he was, in the, he was in the Mania Rumble thing. Right. Battle Royal. So. And he got hurt right after that. It was shortly after that. So he's yeah. got to be yeah, close. close. I'd be close. I don't even remember if it was six months. Um, yeah. Next up, Paulo Cruz uh, beat uh, Tyler Breeze. He's got a new finisher, which is exactly what I wanted. That power Yeah, because the fucking, that, the, the, the moonsault, the yeah, standing the, moonsault, cool. does not, yeah, but it should not be a finisher. No, it no. should not get win matches no. for him. Um, People Paulo can't Cruz. win matches with regular moonsaults. Exactly. Uh, Paulo Cruz is great. Yeah. Still great. I think. They really need to work on a character for him because he doesn't really have one. He's just kind of a big dude, a dude, right? Yeah. Like I could see him kind of being like an MVP style, like a, like yeah. a, an athlete who has come to the WWE 
to because he's really good. He's a superior like, athlete. Yeah, you, you know give what I mean? Him, like the Bala. Yeah, kind of. Not necessarily to be the stereotypical like <laughs> gangster guy. No, no, which but he, I know you're not like, saying that. Like he but, could come out and just have like a tracksuit on. Yeah, and just be like, I'm the best athlete here. Like exactly. No joke. Because he doesn't really have a, a character yet. And do maybe want, that'll um, come down the line. Do you want a minor but, spoiler? Sure. Uh, for the NXT tapings that are happening tonight, he's the number one, next number one contender. So wow. after now, that's who the next person Finn's taking on. I've heard a lot of like rumor mill stuff. Uh, nothing concrete enough to ever bring up during news or anything. That he is higher up the ladder to get a call to WWE than a lot of those guys that are bigger deals in NXT because he looks yeah. ring ready and he's young, younger right. than a lot yeah. of those guys that they they're not sure what they're going to do yeah. with. Yeah, he's only older. like twenty five or twenty six. Yeah. Like, like I think they want him to be a big deal on Raw sooner rather than He is later. Bobby Lashley, but better is what he is. He's Bobby Lashley with more char- uh, charisma. Exactly. Like, yeah. way more, like you and just look at his have... face and you're like, he seems like it. Like when. On the little vignettes of him messing with Tyler Breeze backstage, yeah. where he's just like, "Oh, Tyler, are you trying to walk by me?" And then because he's so big, he just stands in the hallway or yeah. whatever. And you're just like, "Oh, that's funny." Like, I think with the right mic or angle, he could really get over and be really personable. Good. Um, I don't really know anything about his mic skills, so I'm excited. To I see know that. his voice doesn't sound like Mike Tyson, so he's got one up. On he Bobby actually Lashley, has a, a deeper black voice, which is which is good. That'll work for him in the long run. Uh, yeah, and he picked up the win over Tyler Breeze, which... They not, had a match, not a squash, which yeah. was nice because... Yeah. And that's what you want. Right? Yeah, you want to see exactly. And you can't really showcase a guy for his wrestling skills in a squash. Exactly. Uh, yeah, his new uh, move is like a... He picks him up like he's going to do a blue thunder bomb. Yeah. Uh, but then more just throws him in the air and catches him backwards and then power bombs It's him. impressive. Yeah. <laughs> he's not going to be able to do it against everyone, I don't think. No, sir. Um, but most guys, I think he'll be able to do it, so... Yeah. You can do it against John Cena. I think that's a good yeah. that's a good bar. Anyone John Cena or later. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe you can't. Bright do it future John for Cena. that guy. Yeah. Future so bright he gotta wear Where a hearing she? aid. Ooh, I don't even get that. That's it's supposed to be a joke because it's so bright. You gotta wear shades. Sunglasses don't work. He needs hearing oh, aids. Oh, I see. Okay. Because it's that bright. I see. I steal. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Finn Balor and Samoa Joe against Corbin and Rhino in the finals here. Balor and Joe go over. See, in the back of my mind, I am still thinking that Joe is the next guy in line. Yeah. So I'm waiting for that turn to happen because that's kind of what with, I was uh, thinking. Balor's all... knee being like banged up for right. the first match. That he would get it's pissed like... at him and turn heel and take out yeah. his knee and leave him in the ring to lose. No, Samoa Joe's a good guy and he like held him by the arm and shit and walked him yeah. up the ramp. We all kind of thought the second these tournament pairings were made that Joe was going to eventually turn on. Yeah, that Joe would be the next in line. I did not think they were going to win this thing. Like, the tournament in general. Kind of when it got down to these two teams, I thought maybe. Because I kind of... I wondered if maybe they would give it to... To Corbin and Rhino instead? More for Corbin. I really thought they were going to give it to Babyfaces the whole time. Yeah. So... I don't know. I I thought they would have given it to, like, someone who had worked more with Dusty. Like, like the mechanics was something that that was his team. He worked with those guys and said, "No, you be the modern day Ollie Anderson." There wasn't like there's not a a, a guaranteed tag title shot attached to this or anything, right? No, it no, was it literally was just, just for the dusty it was just, trophy. Uh, you get that trophy, yeah. and we had the nice and I moment because I knew they were going to be doing like a celebration, and we had talked about the Rhodes thing. I was like, I bet you they're not heels that they haven't win this thing. It'll be baby faces that win yeah. this thing. So when it got down to these two, I was like, well. I think yeah, Balor and Joe are going like to win this. Nobody's going to break the Dusty Trophy. Like yeah. that would just be in bad taste. And it was a cool finish too. He had Joe do his little move, and then the coup de gras. And mm. Yeah, he had the the muscle buster yes, into the double you. stomp. Um, they paired the guys who have the two best NXT themes together. 
Finn Balor with his like cool da na 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 and just like his arms up. That sounds he so was, much like Royal Blood. Yeah, me. he wasn't doing oh, really? he wasn't doing shit arms up either for this show, was he? The uh, the first, the, the, the first second one, yeah. he, the first one he did he was, was just selling the, the injury the yeah. whole way down. Yeah, which is good. That's good business. Yeah. But the crowd still does it. Samoa right. Joe, that's, that's all yeah. that matters. Yeah. That when the crowd is doing it, even if you're not, that's when you know it's over. You've got and it. Samoa Joe's new beat he has for it's that is so much better. I still don't like it, but I was telling Scotty about this. I think I just don't like that style of music. Right. So I, it's d- I do it admit was, it was better than it was. Yeah. Yes. Um. And it's yeah. It's his style of music. What he used exactly. when he came here. Yeah. yeah. That, is, that is as much like that as it can be without being copyright infringement. Right. Okay. So that makes sense then. What did you think of the, the Cody Rhodes presentation with the trophy afterwards? I are almost we, cried. Yeah. Are we okay with it? I thought he did. Well, I'm as okay with it as I was before. Okay. I, yeah. If you're going to break the kayfabe, then go ahead and grab it. I think they break kayfabe too often. I think this was an okay situation for them to do it. To have like the but I wish they did it too. less, so that when this happened, it felt it would mean more. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, you usually could have done it with just trips. I mean, trips. NXT is his thing, right? Yeah. And he worked as much with Dusty as yeah anybody, right? Right. So you could have just done him. Liked, you didn't need the. It was family cool to hear Cody's but... first words on the mic, though, of when it was like some of you guys called the... him teacher, some of you guys called him coach, some of you guys called him the American Dream, but I called him dad, yeah. and I was like. Yeah, fuck. That's he had a lot of really like, good all, lines. I've been waiting since, as bad as it sounds, since Dusty passed to hear Cody actually say something. He has. I've yeah. read his blog posts or whatnot about it and whatnot, and thank you all for the the kind, and respectful words. But it was cool to see that and have like the daughters in the ring who like has no attachment to WWE, and to see like Dustin out of paint. It was just it was a nice moment for knowing that Dusty Rhodes as a human being. His lineage and his project and everyone in NXT was his kids, more yeah. or less as well. And it was crazy. It's just it was another moment where it's crazy to see how far wrestling has gone because this would just not happen. No, a long time ago, totally. you would not take your face paint off to do a tribute to your dad. You'd yeah. do you would do something for your dad in character in the ring, do some little nod to him probably, yeah. but you would not. Like it was just weird seeing Stardust all these times where he's like off the rails and crazy, and on WWE programming being like. I'm just playing a dude. I'm exactly. Just, I'm, yeah. I'm just an actor yeah. playing a dude. Like, just a character or whatever. Well, that's the first time they kind of, not acknowledge, but that they they had, because they had Brandy in the ring with them as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The ring announcer, it. who is Cody's wife yeah, in real Eden. life. Okay, mm. Fabian. Um, yes, yeah, sorry. Smells Eden. good, Eden. She does smell good, as we learned at the house show. Yeah. It's creepy. Well, that's that really so. creepy to say, guys. You really she's, handled it well. She's got churro, uh, churro-flavored perfume, apparently. Is that, is that churro? No, it's not churro actually I churro, smell? but it did smell like churro. I'll say that. Um, like the thing you eat? I don't it's, think it's... Like, in my nose, it didn't smell like churros at all, but I'm... I, I think it was just because one guy said it, and oh, then really? I went... Yeah, okay, kind of. And then I couldn't get my mind off of that. Oh, really? So. I didn't, so I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah, that's that worse than I've been. I just thought maybe because you like churros, and I don't love churros. That's true. So, like, <laughs> you love churros. You like a mean churro. Yeah. Your mind goes to what you like. Yes. I thought it smelled like flowers and Good. shit. Okay. And the main event. Oh, yeah. There's another match. Bailey defeated Sasha Banks in a 30-minute Iron Man match. Final score was 3-2. to two. Uh, Do you want me to go through the falls? Sure. Yeah. Please do. Okay, uh, first of all, uh, Sasha Banks pinned uh, Bailey with a roll-up. That was after poking the eye while, like, getting right up on the ref, trying to keep him from being able to see. And I was like, that's not a bad job for the ref there. Good for him. Uh, That was at 831. So we get it about a quarter of the way through. Yeah. 
Uh, Bailey ties it up uh, a couple minutes later when she does a Bailey to Bailey suplex. That's when the crowd real well. The crowd was in it from the beginning, hard. But I felt like so this is many when, Bailey T-shirts. Yeah, this is sea of purple. Yeah, this is when I thought things really went off the chain. Was when Bailey got her first pin, and then the crowd was just roaring from then on out. Uh, Sasha gets the next one with the count out after she throws Bailey into the, uh, the Titantron thing. Which is cool spot. I was all right with that. Sure. I always like when they mix in a not pinfall or submission. That little fall. girl, Izzy or whatever, who's like the biggest Bailey fan who always goes to the full sale shows. Yeah. When Bailey got thrown into the clock and they did the 10 count there and Sasha was got had the lead. Yeah. Fucking that girl just burst out crying. Okay. So I don't think that was when it happened. I think it was when Bailey went up and screamed at her and took her bow and put it in her hair Sasha. and then went. When her Sasha, Sasha did yeah. that, oh, and then went okay. prancing around the there ring. There was another because I was like, "That's kind of mean, even for a heel, heel. in today's day." Yeah, and then the camera cut back, and the girl was just cr- where she took a bump and her she was already in her parents' arm. It was Bailey. Either went. It was when yeah, she took it, the bump into the because no, I think she had is? already start. She had already it was started. When she took that bump into the stairs on her head. Right. She was already Which crying. Was after yeah, because she would have already been crying from right. when yeah yes yeah. I thought that was her sister. Uh, I, I thought it was a family member. No, her family sits right next to that. That's a completely different girl. Okay. Uh, I thought we were all talking about that girl, though, so now I'm lost. Okay, Izzy isn't related to Bailey. Which side was she on of the ramp? She's on the right side of the ramp. Okay. Right next, and then people... Hard cam's facing her. And then, so not by the steps that Bailey got thrown into. Not, not that side. No, she side. is on those steps. And then right next to her, like seat-wise, was... Bailey's parents. Oh, okay. Are we sure that's not her sister? I thought that's it was not her, her sister because the that dad was gr- holding her. That Izzy girl has that's that was her. I'm almost ninety percent sure. Almost ninety. Yeah, I'm gonna go with almost ninety. That oh, that's her Izzy's see. dad because that Izzy girl has her own Twitter account. What is that? No, I just, I I just feel like well, no, someone like <laughs> okay, super fan Izzy. Yeah, okay, super fan Izzy. I, I don't just, think super fan Izzy is related to her. I think that because she goes to all the full sale shows, she's always sitting in the same spot. Yeah, right and, next to the and, mom. And if you were Bailey and you were like, that kid's always there and always for me, I'm going to eventually interact with that kid. Yeah, and I thought they said something, but obviously not. Um, yeah, anyway, she took the Izzy's hair bow thing and put it in her hair and was yelling at the kid. And then the mm. kid started crying. That's which super heel. Yep, like that's real heel. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that was great. Good yeah, heat. That good was heat. real good heat. Uh, and she was playing it well where she's laughing and... Pointing and she, yeah, she was the great. Dad doing was because kind of, the camera was on him and the dad's kind of like smiling and yeah. laughing, like okay, we're yeah. okay, everything's Good. fine. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's uh, that makes it uh, two to one after the countout. That's about halfway through the match. Uh, three minutes later, uh, Bailey gets another pinfall with uh, with a Rana. Yes. And then we go all the way to uh, till the end there with three yeah, seconds the last, left. Like thirty seconds. So yeah, two like seventeen minutes in. We got our our two two fall, and then it's a long twelve minutes until the last fall. The one thing I liked, and that I thought that they were going to do, was they were going to have Sasha go up a whole bunch to start, yeah, and then have the comeback story. Which I wasn't thinking about it in my head. I wasn't crazy about that idea, so I'm glad that they didn't do it. Mm -hmm. I thought the way that they did it was really cool because that last two minutes, the crowd, you could feel that buzz where they're like, yeah, that tension. Holy fuck! Like the next one's going to be it. You know, the next one's going to be it, and they're they're on the edge of their seat. That being said. The the submission that she used at the end was weird because it didn't allow her to physically tap right. out. Yeah, the, yeah. And she did sell the yeah, I give nodding up, I her give head. Up. Yes, and then the ref had to call for the bell, right. and then the bell went, and then 
the clock ran out and the bell went again kind of right after and I think this would have been a nightmare on Raw. Yeah, I agree. But Corey because Graves the, sold this so well. The bells already rang before the clock expired. Bailey gets that final pinfall. Yeah. Right, but even for like at least it was the full sale crowd who yeah. are smart. Like True. they, they all probably got on Raw yeah. this or on a pay per view. This would have maybe have been a disaster. Yeah, you might have had to not use that submission because it would have been like we can't like we want the visual yeah. of her tapping yeah. out before Which the clock runs down. I still think down. they should have done here, in my opinion. I still think Daughter. that you wanna you wanna see her do that instead I, of nod her head. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like how vicious Bailey was though with that. Uh, like how she kind of had a little bit of a more aggressive side of I'm gonna hold both your arms, bend those fingers yeah. back, and I'm gonna start kicking you in the neck. It was a cool submission. Yeah. Um, but I just thought for the final for the tap-o, for the yeah. visual thing of wrestling for them when they like like when they next week on NXT or whatever when they show that moment it's gonna look real awkward when it's like her just like gesturing instead yeah. of like that physical moment of you seeing a hand. The biggest problem probably for her was they wanted to get over this new submission and that's the best way to do it right yeah. to have her win the match yeah. with it. Uh, okay, and then after they do the the Stephanie and Trips in the locker room come yeah, out and, and they, they give flowers. her both flowers and the crowd's chanting, you deserve it. And it was a nice moment. Sasha was crying and like fell over at one point because she was emotional. And Anyways, uh, I'm actually just reading this now as well. After they went off the air, Sasha went up to Izzy and was like you know, comforting, hugging, right. and she ended up giving Izzy the flowers, yeah, oh, which is pretty nice. cool. So. She she worked her over when the show is on when the cameras go off she was uh, a stand up s- individual. That's you how see wrestling response be. on Twitter or whatever she like made a sign it was like next time you wanna you need a headband just ask or something yes, like that. Or yeah, like, I did see. And that. then in the back you can blatantly see the flowers. So you're like that's yeah, cool. Yeah, I was alright with that. Okay, now we do the email. The Saboard email. The email. Just one email this week from Nova Punk. And he wants to talk about MSG. Hope all is well in your respective worlds. I've noticed that the last couple of pay-per-views or special live events on the network that they look uh, that they book Sheamus in the opening match, generally against Brando's boy Orton. Fucking a. Why do you think that is? Because Orton is over with crowds, despite how not over he is with this podcast. Mm. Uh, is it because the pair is boring, or does WWE think to put it out first and get it out of the way? And let the momentum of the pay-per-view card build from there. Please let Rusev and Sheamus feud for the last two months of the year. As a fan, I genuinely want to see that. Yeah, Thanks, that's guys. fresh. That hasn't happened. You gotta flip one of them. See that. One of them's got to be faced though, and I don't think I'm ready for either one of them to flip. No, that's the problem with. Yeah, that. I could I could have a Rusev flip just because I like Rusev personally. Like I think he has a lot of has a bright future. I agree. But you're right. Maybe as, maybe as soon as he flips face, maybe all of a sudden I don't think he has a bright future anymore. Yeah, or you're invested in the the brute or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think they put it, get it out of the way. The past two events right now, Sheamus is you really don't, not hot. You don't put your get it out of the way event at the beginning. I know, right? You don't like. like <sighs> I, I, I don't think start, they do. Yeah. yeah. And or and the crowd has been hot through those matches. Like yeah. For as much as you, I know, don't really like Orton, and Warren is hot and cold on him. Hmm. Um, I don't. I don't like that pair especially. Uh, Seamus Orton, but the crowd is so hot for Orton as a babyface. Like they're yeah. always chanting RKO. You saw it on they- Raw. Every time that he even turns his body and looks over his shoulder, they know the yeah. RKO is yeah. close. Yeah, and, and they feel lose that bug. their shit. Yeah, they start and he's standing been- up, and even if he doesn't hit it, then they go, oh, and they yeah. sit down because they want to see it. Like Orton's right. been around forever, 
and he's like one of the last remnants of like a, of that former like ruthless aggression era kind of thing. Yep. And like everyone knows his body language. So when he does that like over the shoulder look or he goes into like viper pose or whatever, everybody's on their feet or gets electric. Yeah. Uh, I do think though in the past little bit because they don't have much going on with Seamus mm-hmm. that they kind of put him on first. Like we're putting you out, go do your thing, get over, get the crowd hot, get him going for the night. But I don't think they put it on later in the card because I, I think like once the momentum starts going, if a Seamus Orton were to come out, I'd be like, all right, now I'm going to go uh, but that have a cigarette outside or something like that. That doesn't make any sense. You're saying that they're going to put him out there to start and get the crowd over, but yeah. at the same time, you wouldn't put him out there to hold momentum. Yeah. Like, I, would, I don't I, think that makes any sense. Maybe it's just like me as a fan for that one there. Right. I totally. Like, yeah. I totally think that I you just, do like, not I, like Orton. But if that was mid card in that, like if it was like, if it was in between, I would rather have the Divas match before the main... He's drawing it on I was going to yeah, draw it <laughs> I, like, I would <laughs> rather have the Divas match before the main event yeah. than have Seamus Orton before the main event. In the sense of I would, like, it would suck me out just a little bit because I'm not a fan of them working together. Maybe. Okay. And this could be a big stretch, too. Like it, would, it would stop the momentum for me as a fan. Maybe right. Seamus, they put him out there for the past little bit to start. So that when they put him out there to start, when he eventually cashes in, because usually oh, you have him start, yeah. yep. then it doesn't that's a fair stick point out. That's a, start, that's right? a smart move. Yeah. Instead of just, like, oh, Seamus is starting again. Like, yeah, hypothetically at Mania, if he starts every pay-per-view or is early in a cart, and it's like, oh, he started Mania off. I don't think much of it, yeah, right? You, you wouldn't twice. be like, oh, God, they're gonna definitely going to have him cash in so he can work up the rest of the night or whatnot. Yeah. Right. I, uh, yeah, I, I like honestly... I know I like Orton more than most, but I think Orton has that John Cena-like, not as much, but connection with the crowd as yeah. a whole. Oh, I agree. Where he gets them fired up. And I think it's like you said, a big part of that is the fact that everyone just knows Orton's match. Yeah, everyone right. like knows they his know, stuff. Like, and you could, they're this familiar is, with it, and they don't Right, and they, they, they know when the big stuff is coming, and they're excited, and then the big stuff, whenever the big stuff doesn't happen, got, it's crazy. He's got a pattern, and he sticks to it. And he's one of those few wrestlers where his finisher is more over than he is. Oh, totally. Like, yeah. he, like the RKO, and he like it might not be the same with anyone else. Like he has, he gets his own credit for that. But that move is so over, and part of it is when it caught fire on the internet. It helped, yeah, sure. But it was over before it was that. too. Always yeah. over, yeah. Even going back and watching these pay per views from like 2009, 2010. Yep. When he's a heel, people are just screaming RKO, DDP, same move. Absolutely. Yeah, it was over as fuck with him too. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I think that move kind of supersedes the. Person using it, yeah, yeah. Oh, even like Carl Anderson, like in the Bullet Club in New Japan, he uses a cutter like that too, and it's super over. I think it's just a move that people love to see. That's and, another thing. Oh, sorry, continue because nope. mine's totally off topic. Right, and he's a good. I think he's a great worker. Like that's I a think lot he's of good oh, when yeah. he wants to be. I think yeah. he's a he's a great worker, and if he was just starting now instead of having been here for so long, people would love Randy Orton. Randy Orton's greatest Achilles heel he has right now is he's been around as long as Cena. And no one can go that long without people turning on him. Tough. Yeah, tough to stay fresh. And, yeah. and, and especially recently, he's on TV for a week or two, then he's off for three weeks, yeah. and it's just like, yeah, what's going on with Randy? Where they're where they're either pulling him from TV or he's asking for time off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I've been meaning to ask you for a while, Scotty, and I keep forgetting, and I'm glad that you brought up the Bullet Club uh, really quickly because you're the indie guy. Yeah, how do you feel about them using the Balor Club um, for Finn Balor? It's okay. I think it's a smart thing to do because Finn Balor or Prince Devitt uh, was one of the first guys. It was him and Carl Anderson were the original okay. Bullet Club. I don't. I didn't know that. So. Yeah, 
the, those two as the best friends, and then they brought Luke Gallows in, and then it grew from there. Okay. Um, that's fine with me. Balor Club, I think it's cool because if not, you were going to, there was already a bit of a Balor Club when he first showed up in WWE. People were already making kind of a mock sure. Bullet Club sign. Uh, what I think is more over is the Bailey Club. Is that a thing too? I didn't see that. That's an internet thing. There's the people on the. Okay. That's not it's an official merch club now. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's uh, the exact Rando ba- Balor club. club shirt, but in purple and yellow, and it says Bailey Club, and okay. you can buy it online. Uh, so. Yeah, I didn't. I, I just assumed that it was Vince. Ah, oh, this Bullet Club shit's over. Let's give it to Balor. Like I didn't realize that. No, he started it. Yeah, so that he makes was, a lot he's more one sense. of the original Bullet okay, Club guys. I'm a lot guys. more okay with it. Yeah. Now. No, that's why. That's one of those things when like they're all they're making a T-shirt of it, and I'm like, that's fine. Like it's his thing. Yeah, he yeah. was one of the first ones, and, like, meh, you can't really be mad about it. Like, at this point, with, like, like if they gave James Storm a shirt that had a bottle on it or something like that, you'd be like, well, that was his shtick or whatever. Yep. And I would rather that than them always trying to recreate something new. I agree. Okay. okay. Really quickly. Okay. Super quickly. Real What's quick. this, brother? Smoking As quick as you here. can, Scotty. Haul on that bad boy. Puff, give me a flavor. That's the new one, isn't it? We haven't seen this one yet. This is the debut of the new rig. Superpower Rapey. rig. Rapey. Rapey. All right. Good. That's Short what Scotty's smoking. Grapey. Yeah, it's good that it's not grape. Though. It's not grape. It's grapey. 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 It's not full-on grape. There's Ultra grape. A little something else in there, but Smack I have not been grape. given the time to tell you about it. Okay. Are we missing anything? I don't we think we so. did everything. There was a lot to do this week, and we did if it all. If you want to write an email, Warren, where there would you, you write? Email that, that to. Sapod316 at yahoo.com. And maybe next week we can get more than one, you lazy bastards. Yeah. What happened Absolutely. to the weeks of five, six fucking emails? Hey, where the hell is Duncan? What the fuck happened Jeez, to him? Yeah. Maybe we just had a really bad show one day. Colton Kelly, where are you at? Quick. Like, Colton Kelly's, yeah. I think, sent us one email ever. So. Yeah, I know. But it, <laughs> it was good when he did. Like, it was a good email. Even Boris stopped emailing us. Oh, jeez. Our he's ratings, be coming back ratings are tanked. Yeah, he's got to come promote Fright Night. Uh, Warren Barris, where else can you find me? Uh, Manatank. At Manatank, but the Talking Reckless podcast. That's right. What's uh, what's new with, with you guys? Uh, say, for more. me, I'm in a holding pattern. Same three games over and over again, so I'm not okay. bringing a whole lot to the table. It's all Destiny. It's all Metal Gear Solid Five, which... If you listen to the last show, you will find out I fell off the cliff on. I'm not playing the game anymore. That's it. I've, I've hit my wall, and I'm yeah. like, that, okay, that was a great experience. I'm not going to play the rest of that game. It's too fucking long. Uh, and then Mario Maker. Nice. Those have been my three. Send right. me some Mario Maker stages sometime, Brando. I don't have enough pieces yet. I keep forgetting to play oh. my five goddamn minutes, so they'll send me more. Oh, really? Oh, I have like everything unlocked, because as soon as I would get a new pack, I'd be like, oh, i got to make an underwater stage now. Well, I always mm. like make the underwater stage, just put some blocks down, and then be like, hey, there, I'll see you tomorrow for my new pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Wait um, for that delivery truck. Okay, yeah. so give them a listen, um, and follow them on Twitter, at Manatank. Scotty, what's your uh, your your gaming? Uh, WSF thing. gameplay. Who shot yes. first gameplay? Uh, we the final episode of Kirby should be going up tomorrow. Cool. So we're finishing Kirby's Adventure, and we just finished recording until dawn yesterday. I'm so glad I can put that game down and not have to look at it for a while. That's it. Eh? I've edited all the footage from it. Now I just have to upload it. Cool. Cool. You know, all right. Doesn't edit shit. Hmm. Or embarrass. It's true. I don't edit a fuck in this. Put it all in live. It's funny because I'm gonna beep that fuck. And it, no, I'm not going to no. do that. <laughs> We've um, only ever that would be a like good joke, but it's too much work. Ever. Yes, that's true. Now it's to protect kayfabe. Okay. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, at SatPod, myself, at the Diesel Barris. I'm at ScottBox64. I'm at Brando1990. Uh, we'll be back next week. 
hopefully with less things to talk about. Not that I don't like talking about things, but it's a long day. Long shows are sometimes a, a haul. Well, especially because you do your normal radio right. shtick, then probably have, what, 10 to 15 minutes of, okay, boys, what are we do- talking about today? Yeah. And, and then, then you go right hours. back into talking. I already have my jacket on. Six hours of you talking. You didn't cough very much. I did okay, no? That's you were coughing a bit at the beginning. The nose got a little plugged you... as we went along. But... Would you rather have a nose plugged or be coughing oh, the whole time? Fuck's sake. Let's take her home. Okay. Yeah, take her home. <laughs> okay, guys. Until next time, keep on chopping the machine gun. Yeah.